go now? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I was waiting for you here to say three or two. Okay. I, I don't care if Mariah Carey is the only <laughs> it's wishing for you only for Christmas, man. I really fed it up. But you're now listening to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I am your hostess with the Moses, your boy Blue. And coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out fam with some good ass dank shit. On my far left, I have Old Ninja. So I guess we're officially in Mariah Carey season. Is that what's happening? Is that what we're doing now? Is that what we're doing now? Apparently, I'm just saying. And listen up on the ones and twos. We have Kronos. Sober October is over, gentlemen. I'm just saying. Oh no, no, it's. I'm gonna. (laughs) No, there's no no, no, November. So this beer that I'm gonna drink. I was actually saving this beer. So this is a Founders. uh, Oh yeah. Yes. And so somebody's uh, uh, a black like brew guy that likes a lot of good beer. They're probably like, "Why the fuck are you drinking this shit?" You know, founders is super racist. Yes, you're right. They were super racist at one point in time. I didn't know. I bought this pre- previous to that, and I was saving this for a special occasion. Um, and they already got my money, so I was saving for a special occasion. This isn't it. Uh, I ended my sobriety <laughs> a couple days ago, so I, I tried to do. It. I, I'm gonna open this beer up on a day that doesn't really matter. Um, but I'm still going to drink the beer because I fucking bought it. So me just pouring it out, they've already got my money. So, hmm. um, but yeah, that's like a, the, I, I, I was say that's like people who uh, who burned Kaepernick's jersey after they bought it. Yeah, it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Anyway, it's it's no. a barrel aged out, and this is from 2018. So this is their final edition. This is why it has no person, no mounty on the horse. So it is a very it was a very special beer. Um, <laughs> I'm still going to enjoy it, but uh, yeah. This is a uh, three years old. Shit tastes good. Fucking smells good. I have, I have like hella thoughts in my mind. One, you should have just made an NFT of it. <laughs> Take a picture, made it an NFT, mm, and then right. But I, to, I don't know if it's coincidence that Silver October ended right when no, no November started. I'm just saying. No, well, I think I don't think. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't think you can make an NFT off of it because it's a brand, a company's brand. So yeah, and, and I don't really want to be associated with to them because of what. Oh, they, yeah. so, that makes sense. Yeah, makes they, sense. They, they've tried to make amends for what was done, um, and the crazy part is is that people are, people might want to say that oh you know it probably wasn't true blah blah. blah. Well, the guy that it happened to is actually <laughs> in a private Facebook group that I'm a part of as well. So mm-hmm. I tend to believe the guy. And, and, they, and, and after all this shit happened, yeah, he's the guy. He's got receipts. I believe he won a legal battle. And... I was about to say, didn't he sue? He yeah. like sued and, and won within a year, which is rare in California. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't California, it's was Michigan. Um, oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. And so, like, there's a lot of shit. That, and after that, all this stuff happened, they had to hire a bunch of diversity, you know, uh, managers and shit like that, and they changed a bunch of policies. So obviously, they acknowledge that they had a culture. Um, of racism, even though people might have said, oh, it was just like the supervisor or manager. No, because if you name the printer the N-word, and literally nobody else except for the one black guy says that, hey, um, maybe not call the printer the N-word, then yeah. all of you are part of the same problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. He was the, the guy that went to management, and they kind of ignored him and made fun of him or whatnot. Yeah. And then he, they, did he quit or did they fire him? I don't uh, I can't remember. Uh, I remember he, pro- as soon as he kind of parted ways, he promptly sued them and won. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's funny because pa Patrick is in the uh, in the chat right now. He's um, one of the guys I actually met through the group that I'm talking about. And yeah, he said, is you know, going off about it? The beer is good, but you know the shit they did was was not good. So, so yeah. Yeah, so, I remember when they when they dropped the beer. I think on eBay, like it was going for for crazy numbers. Fuck, it's really good. I was trying to, I was trying to look it up right now to see what what it's at, but I'm, I'm not finding shit on eBay. Also, I'm, uh, drinking out, I'm drinking out of my black is beautiful glassware here from 17% drip. I'm just saying, nice. I can so, extra, extra fuck you to founders. Damn. <laughs> so we're kind of fucking up. We didn't do our, our normal. Our oh, normal yeah. Let's shit. go around. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Crohn's, you, you should got some stats for us. I do have statistics. I have the listener of the week would be Carter. Um, listen a few times. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Wait, is that, is that, is that uh, Jay Z? Jay Z Carter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Jigga. <laughs> <laughs> and first, the chat would be uh, my, boy, my boy Patrick. Um, also, a special shout out to him because uh, he helped me out on. He was a guest on the season finale of Balance Exchange uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked about finance and capitalism. He did a really fantastic job. Him along with Double Tank, they were both on there. So yeah, nice, great conversation. We're, we're gonna have to do it again. Cool. All right, Odin. You usually have some 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 dank ass. Information, some RIPs. We put out some old liquor for. Uh, actually, I did not get a chance to record anyone. I didn't see anyone as late, but if you, anyone in the chat or perhaps listening within the next week, uh, message us in case I miss someone. Just let us know, and then we'll get them. We'll get them next week. But thus far, I did not see someone of note that has passed away. Awesome. <clears throat> Nobody I fucking died. Good move. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to take the wheel really quick and continue uh, kind of a tangent of what um, Cronus was talking about with the beer. Did y'all see what was going on with uh, Elijah Wood and an NFT, which I was talking about, about uh, he bought. So he bought with Elijah Wood. He bought an NFT of an artist that apparently has had racist cartoons in the past. And we talked kind of about this last week about um, uh, the old pornographic magazines. Well, this artist was heavily featured in the magazine Hustler. He would he would draw like a lot of the like racist cartoons in Hustler that were wildly popular, even though the estate. Uh, let's see. What is his name? I have it here. Uh of which he bought it from because I'm assuming he it's implied that he's passed away um, they are you know denouncing his the fathers or the elders like uh, old racist work but he has work that apparently has been turned into NFTs the art in question is called the golden zombie it's like a statue of a zombie looks like a person but it's supposed to be a zombie bleeding from the nose and i guess it's sold for a good amount uh, where's this guy uh oh george Tr trosley george trosley so uh there's some people on twitter drudging up a lot of the stuff he did back in the 80s it's actually pretty fucked up shit like one of them was like they showed a kkk marriage where you know the old tradition where you get in the car and you drive away with like the cans and stuff in the back. Well, they had the two KKK married couple driving away with two black males 
tied by the neck to the back of the car. And it's yeah. just just married on the car. And there's there's a bunch of other stuff that he's done that's like that. So there's this big controversy. Even though uh, Elijah Wood sold the NFT, he gave the money to charity. And he posted some, you know, stuff about uh, art versus, you know, what the artist was worth. Kind of like what uh, Prodigy talks about with Lovecraft. Like, he respects the work, but not the man type thing. So, y'all didn't hear anything about this? No. No, That was my first time hearing about it. I don't actually... um, I don't look too much into the NFTs. It's the non-fungible something, right? Non-fungible things or something like that? Yeah, uh, I forgot what it said. No fucking tracking. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it's just weird to me because it's a digital... It's something that's digital. It's worth a shit ton of money. And people are trading it like it's Bitcoin or like, like it's a freaking bond. What was like what's it's on, hold on? Let me get some of my geek cred back. It's non fungible token, not thing. There you Jesus go. <laughs> with I mean, with what Mark Zuckerberg showed during the Facebook showcase, I guess you can you can use your NFT inside your your virtual world and show off inside your virtual property. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like. He was mainly talking about what was the name of that that old school like chat room that you can be in. You can have like a fucking avatar. AOL? <laughs> Not AOL. No, no, no. This one you have like a you can have like an animated like character, like actual avatar, and you're you're all like everybody has an avatar. You're all chilling inside of a room, and you can customize that room for. I know you can put like artwork on the it's walls. No, no, this is this isn't a virtual. This is like this is like early two thousand. Oh, was it Second Life? Yeah. Uh, was it Second Life? I think so. Maybe it's Second or, Life. Yeah, something like that. It was like Second oh. Life, or or I yeah, I think that's right. That was like the virtual meetup, and then it turned into like basically like a sex meetup thing. <laughs> but you had virtual icons, so you can never see what the other person was or whatnot. Mm, I, I don't remember. I don't know if it was Second Life or not. I'm trying to look at like old images because this Second Life's been updated. Yeah, Second Life started in 2003. No, the Second Life, maybe Second Life. No, Second Life use, it's more like human avatar. Like people have like weird shit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like I, my my character was a was a pimp with a fucking vampire wing or with a oh. bat wing. Oh, you... yes, no. You, you uh, broke up. What did you say? Oh, you used to be on that? Sorry, yeah. yeah. Hold on, real, real quick. That noise means that we just got a donation from Mile High Blurred, so thank you very much. Oh, you shit. Did... And supported us, so we really appreciate it. Didn't hear anything. Thank you, my man. Thank I was paid not to do the booty scooty anymore, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, this uh, whole thing about... Uh, this weird NFT and this is weird. Yeah, I, I haven't put too much thought into into NFTs or really even Bitcoin. In I should have like I, I understand how Bitcoin works, but NFTs not so much. So maybe I maybe I'll do some research on that. I did do some research on it, some goddamn SSDs though. I'll tell you that. Y'all, y'all talk uh, about that you want. Yo, talk about it right now. Go ahead. Me, uh, I gotta find my my thing. So this is concerning the PS5 and the uh, expandable storage. Uh, so yeah, I went and I was waiting to buy a new uh, external, not external, 
internal expansion SSD, which is a NVMe M.2 SSD drive. And I got a Western Digital. It's uh, it's a pretty nice one. So I'm in the I'm in the data storage world. So um, I understand probably how these work more than most people do, and what the numbers kind of mean. Um, and this one right here, this is the this is the SN850. And it has uh, basically seven gig uh, reads, which is incredibly fast for a drive. Um, and it does like up to a million IOPS, which is like insanely fast. But I, I doubt it. A million when, some, when they put down a million IOPS, it's like, well, what what is the actual? An IOPS is basically like a it's a piece of da piece of data that you're moving, but the IOPS size can be like can differ. So you can have like if you're moving like a million IOPS at like a byte, that's not very impressive. But if you're moving a million IOPS and like a single IOP is like, you know, a couple of megs, that's fucking big. So if, if you're looking at the back of any of these things and it mentions like IOPS, like just kind of ignore that shit because they can make, you can make it seem like there's a million of anything if you just make the increments really fucking small. So <laughs> what you need to pay attention to is the actual uh, megabits per second uh, reader writes. So those are the things that you need to read. Um, and for the uh, PS5, if you want to get the internal... Um, expansion slot you need to have an nvme gen 4 m.2 drive that has up to i think it has to get at minimum 5600 uh megabits re reads so if it's less than that there's gonna be some some issues you, i heard that you can put ones that are less than that in there but like i have another one here that's actually still in the box um but this one's like only like 2600 and it's far less than what the ps5 is used to using so um, I got this one without a um, heatsink because for some reason on Amazon, it might be Amazon alone because somebody brought it up later that this wasn't an issue on Best Buy. But on Amazon, if you go and try to buy this exact hard drive and other hard drives like this, if you get the heatsink version, it's like 400 fucking dollars more. And I am not oh, exaggerating. It's $400 more. Almost the price of the console. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is already not cheap. Like I got this for like you know three sixty, so this is almost the price of the console. Which is why I was telling you guys when the first drop, I was like, hey, when these SSDs come out, this is probably going to be the cost of the console. But this one is two terabytes, so most people probably don't need two terabytes. But I play a lot of games, so instead mm -hmm. of getting the heatsink installed, you know, from the factory, I got this Sarbrent one. Um, if you want to see this right here, even though it's backwards, you can probably read backwards at this point. But it's a PS5 uh -oh. heatsink, and what's cool about this one is that it, it'll fit any SSD that you're going to put in here, and you don't have to actually, like, attach it to the top of the SSD. It actually replaces the the cover for the expansion slot. So this gets replaced with this. So you just you take off, like, some a sticker part on the back, like a sticker cover, and then you just you take this off your PS5, and then you put this on instead. And so it's like a condom? <laughs> sort of <laughs> and it, it even comes with a you know a screwdriver so that's kind of cool um and it's re replacing or putting in a new expansion slot drive is incredibly easy the only hard part is getting the actual side cover off because it it's kind of jarring like you have to use kind of a lot a lot of force probably more than most people are, people are used to um i recommend if you're going to do this um put the your ps5 on a table and make sure it's a big table. Put it like in the middle of a table. Because you're putting it on the edge of a table and you try to take the the, um, <laughs> the the thing off, it could slide off the fucking table and just break like, your shit. Because it, it, yeah, it's that, it's that much force. Like literally when I, I pushed mine off, luckily it was to, from left to right and I hit some shit on the left of it. 
And I was like, damn, good thing it wasn't on the edge of the fucking table because it would have just flew right the fuck off. So, yeah. Yeah, I've actually... I actually heard that you should right, routinely take your t- take the cover off to clean out the the fan system inside the the PS5 because it can get kind of dusty up in there. Yeah, so my fan was actually super super clean. I was very surprised. Oh, okay, but it was super clean. But I'm also I'm also in a new building that doesn't have a lot of dust mm. in here yet. So only one person. Can Not that it much out. activity. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, most stuff in here doesn't really accumulate too much dust yet. I mean, there's some dust in here, but but not a lot. Yeah, well, I've been wanting, I've been wanting to get a new skin for my my PS5 because I, I mean, because I know there was a company out there making like new covers, D brand ones, but Sony was like, yeah, not on my fucking watch. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> so I buy to one because they were, yeah, they were making like legit ones. Like it even had like the the PlayStation buttons increase or di- indent into it, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I think all they have out there now is just wraps you can put on your current system. Yeah, I, I wanted. But to I hear it. taking off the cover is hard as hell. Yeah, because I wanted actually. Fuck, I scratched the top. God damn it! You can see where I scratched it. A little bit. There's like little marks. I don't know if you guys can see this on here, but no, you can't see it. Um, but yeah, it came with like. So if if I have the PS5, well, it takes you can take the you can replace the covers on the side, and also have like a decal for the middle part, and that was dope for, from D Brand. But um, I guess with P, Sony said that nobody except for Sony is going to make covers for the PS5, so I'm like. I don't know, maybe, like, have a licensing fee? You know, that probably make more sense, because it's just fucking plastic. There's, it's not really serving too much function. So, why yeah. the fuck not? I mean, somebody's already gonna... I could probably, You could probably build them if I had a 3D printer. I could just print it. But, yeah, It's annoying. Yeah, they say uh, DBRant is just doing wraps for it now. They don't do yeah. actual um, covers. Yeah. yeah, they're just doing skins. Not actual colors. I'll probably get the skin because I mean they're cool. Yeah, I mean it's and it's pretty easy to put the the skin on there. I mean you just, I guess getting the air bubbles that's probably the tricky part. But I think you know you just make sure it's warm and you just put it on there and stretch it out and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, where are we going oh, next, man. guys? Actually, pop up. Uh, well, well, there's been a lot of stuff that popped out this week. We can talk about. Y'all see this Morbius trailer? Oh yes, I did. Oh Ooh, yeah. What do you think, man? Well, at least the latest trailer. Yes. Well, okay. And blue, you saw this too. <clears throat> well, did it did it drop today or did it drop like a couple of days ago? Yesterday, I think. Uh, or was it today? It was yesterday or yes, today? Yesterday. Yeah. I think I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought. All right. What What'd y'all think of this? I really... This is kind of crazy. No, I really liked it. Honestly, I'm more interested in the movie now. Uh, it's interesting. That was like one of the movies that dropped off of my radar and probably most people's radar because this was made before the pandemic. We had uh, trailers for it mm-hmm. before the pandemic and then they kept pushing it back, which is, I mean, a lot of a lot of movies a lot of movies did, but this one just, I totally forgot about it. And the trailer that we saw yesterday was really good. I mean, I was very interested in, in uh, like the way they're portraying Morbius um, he looks just like he does in the, well, he looks similar in the comics. Um, they're, they're doing his origin story, as far as I can tell, just like they, they did in the comics. Um, there hasn't been any deviation that I can tell so far. Not that that is super important, but it's if you're a comic book fan, it sort of is. Uh, I think Jared Leto looks looks really good as like a feeble, you know, guy, and then getting him like semi yoked as as Morbius. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. And then also like all the Easter eggs of like. 
Morbius is definitely going to be in at least the Spider-Verse and probably other MCU tie-ins as well. There's there's shout-outs to like Sinister Six and Venom and like all this shit. So I think it's I think it's really cool they did that. I think it, it could uh, definitely extend the at least Spider-Man universe franchise out a bit and like expand upon that. Yeah, for me, like kind of piggyback off what you said about Jay, uh, Jared Leto playing Morpheus. I think not Morpheus. <laughs> Morbius, I I think he he he'll probably do a better job at being Morbius than he did the Joker in the Suicide Squad. I mean, he kind of going back and watching it, he actually wasn't that bad. It's just that that his if if it came out that and that he was actually Jason, not Jason Todd, but um, is it Tim Drake? I can't remember which which I can't remember which Robin becomes the Joker in Batman Beyond franchise. But, oh, uh, I think it's Jason Todd in I think it is Jason Todd Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. But, uh, yeah, if it turned out it was him, I'd be like, okay, this is, like, a, a totally different Joker. But anyways, yeah, I thought the trailer was really cool. Like, the special effects was, like, um, like I'm more excited about this than I was, like, when the villain, Venom trailer dropped. Just because I think with the whole notion with Venom was that, you know, you can't have Venom without Spider-Man. Like, Venom becomes Venom because of Spider-Man. Like, he gets his logo on his chest because he first was on Spider-Man and he takes his, like swagger and become fucking venom and like mito is like uh 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 i can't the guy's name um uh what's the guy who something brock oh, <laughs> eddie, eddie, brock. eddie brock yeah because i could think of the freaking first name but uh yeah but with morpheus like the easter eggs are like all over the place we get we know he's kind of in the world of homecoming like spider-man homecoming universe because we get to see um we get to see um the vulture but then like there's other little easter eggs like you know this was in the first trailer too like there's a poster and a uh, spider-man it says murderer but that version of of spider-man is toby mcguire spider-man but then like they showed the oscorp building and the oscorp building like the way it looks and the the font that they're using it's the same as the one from um from spectacular spider-man amazing spider-man amazing spider-man yeah it's from that that series with um garfunkel or whatever his name is but uh, yeah, overall, the, the special effects was on point. Like we got to see him kind of transform. We got to see him use some of his powers. So we get to see exactly what's going on, and we get to see motherfuckers get murdered by a vampire, basically. What's your take on it? Yeah, I kind of felt the same. And then uh, we got a little bit more story stuff because we find out that he's been at sea for like months or years. Two months? I think it was two I months. Think five, I think it was five months. So it, it, he's he's away from society for a while, and you see like a on he like attacks them all crazy and stuff. But yet they end up interviewing him like you've been gone for this long. What what happened? What happened to you? So um, I'm I'm definitely way more interested in seeing this. I think this will be way. I think this will be more entertaining even than both Venoms. So. Um, Probably both uh, Spider-Man movies too. <laughs> uh, I doubt. I doubt that. But I mean, I won't be surprised if he shows up in the next Spider-Man because that'll be out before um, Morbius. Because Morbius is out early next year. Um, what January or February of 2022? Something like that. March. I think it's before February then. Or March. Yeah, February or March. So it's coming out fairly quick, and uh, we're gonna get Spider-Man No Way Home beforehand. I won't be surprised if we see him in it briefly um i think the big question for a lot of fans is are we going to see uh blade 
in uh, Morbius. I kind of doubt it because we already got the Vulture. I think doubling down like that might kind of cheapen it, but you never know. We'll see. I, I'm I'm way more interested in this now with this new trailer. Um, don't be don't get me wrong. Trailers have you know let me down before. Like there's some trailers for movies and you watch them, they're just mid or worse. So, but right now this has piqued my interest. I'm definitely interested in seeing this for sure. I like what what they put out. So, yeah, I believe Morbius was supposed to come out before Venom. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be like like last year, or last whatever. summer, last but summer. I, I'm assuming they had to go back and do a little editing because I know in the trailer they mentioned about you know what went down in San Francisco, which I guess was a nod to the whole Venom. And we even get Morpheus, uh, Morpheus, Morbius, Morbius, Morbius. I, I keep wanting to say Morpheus, but Morbius. It's okay, I keep drinking. You get him here. saying like he's like grabbing a dude and he's like, oh, I'm Venom and shit like that. And it's like, oh, that shit was that was pretty fucking funny when he did that, but. I don't know. I just this this looks like it's gonna be a fun, fun family movie. <laughs> I think it's a rating not. on this. It's probably PG thirteen. Uh, most likely PG thirteen. I highly doubt this is a Marvel film. I don't know why they keep yeah. doing this. Like, listen, you're gonna have. I mean, we already proved with Deadpool that you can have a successful franchise with violence. Not every you know comic book franchise is gonna be, you know, super PC. Even with Marvel, so. Let's bring out, you know, the the violent ones and let the adults enjoy them. So. What was kind of cool was Deadpool. It was released twice. There was like a PG thirteen version and there was like a rated R version. Well, the PG thirteen the PG thirteen version came out way after the rated R version. Mm, like yeah, way yeah. after. Which I'm fine yeah. with that, but I'm actually not not even really. I mean, just make the if if the character is violent, then just let them be violent. It's like to me, it's like weird watching Wolverine. Not have blood in his claws. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's just weird. Like it, it's blood and gore and shit like that. Um, I think it's fine for like certain audiences. You know, like it'd be like trying to make like Saw fucking PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these comics <laughs> are, are like that. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's just going to be weird to see what's going on. But I mean, we know that PG thirteen tends to make more money. So. Yeah, so the, I just looked it up. The PG thirteen version of Deadpool, which was called Once Upon a Time and uh, Once Upon a Time a Deadpool, yeah, it made a little under four billion dollars. Yeah, is, I mean, didn't yeah. it come out like when? Yeah, it came out hell late. R- <laughs> yeah, didn't it, wasn't the R rated version on like Blu Ray when that went hit the theaters or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some more crazy. That was on. That was on Betamax when it came out. You talking about? God <laughs> damn. How long it took. <laughs> It is all bad. It's all good. Like, what's Betamax? <laughs> damn, damn kids. Yeah, it's Betamax is the it was a superior product, but porn went with VHS. Mm-hmm. So, and there was so it's the same thing with HD DVD. Porn was like, nah, mm-hmm. we're just gonna go with Blu-ray, and mm-hmm. but also everyone switched. Blu-ray was legit better though, because it could hold more storage. <laughs> I tried. Um, I think. Porn went the other way. I, th- I feel like it went with HD DVDs. They? Nope, they had the choice. Yeah, yeah porn, porn went Blu-ray, and everybody else was like, oh, I get the porn is from Blu-ray. I guess we're going Blu-ray. Microsoft went HD DVD. There was like the only, yeah. one of the only few major companies that went HD. They even had the uh, expansion for the Xbox 360. Yeah, I remember that. They had the expansion yeah, drive. Yep. And no See, I want to say... I want to say the Sony was the reason why Blu-ray became more popular because they had it in their fucking console. Like the console 
played Blu-rays, and the games were majority of the games were Blu-ray floor mat. Well, Sony made so, Blu-ray though, so that's that's the reason why. Well, I no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Sony, like PlayStation was a little bit more popular than the, the Xbox, so I think more of the gaming world had an impact on the on Blu-ray being more popular than the adult industry. Uh, I would say that the adult industry makes way more money than gaming. Yeah, they do. A lot more. You got to follow the money. As yeah, you say. I think the, the I don't even I have to look it up, but the the porn industry makes like billions a year, like ten hundreds mm-hmm. of billions. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> they make. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably make a billion a day. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, possibly. Well, was it, um, who was that chick from Disney Channel that she made like six million dollars in a day for showing like thigh boob and people were fucking pissed like they wanted more? Jesus Christ. Okay, so the pornography industry generates 12 billion dollars annually. And just from the internet right now, uh, from what I can tell, it makes 2.5 billion dollars annually. So that's a lot of well, actually it's between twelve and twenty billion. It looks like that's a lot. Damn, that's a shit ton. And the crazy thing is, like y'all know, I'm in the data storage field. Um, I have never seen them hire people because they're like the vast majority of data storage. Not the vast majority. A lot of the data storage that we have out there is dedicated to porn. I haven't seen. A, I haven't seen. At least me personally, I haven't seen a single. Um, pornographic uh company at least advertising that they're hiring for data storage engineers data storage engineers which is very odd to me i've seen their their setups in like co-locations before and they're using like normal stuff but you know it's all like uh they're in caged off areas like literally it's behind lock and key in like a cage in colos but it's weird that i've never and i've been working in data storage for like a, a fucking long time since 2003 yeah and, and i've never had a gig from a porn and i used to be a contractor never had a porn gig to like <laughs> work on the data source stuff not as being like an actor what is yeah i was about to say not everybody can be in porn Cronish. i mean Shame. yes you can it's <laughs> <laughs> not trying hard now yeah no, i mean hey listen i mean you can be in the porn industry but to actually be a star now that's a that's a whole different field depends on your audience right now there's a porn shortage of male actors in Japan. So if you want to be a porn star, go to Japan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I, I read a few articles about like why did Blu-ray win over HD, and the number one reason is the PS3. Well, because yeah, because it was in there. But I mean, Sony also made it. But yeah, you know, porn also picked it. I, I can almost guarantee you. Remember, uh, Microsoft picked the. Fucking HD, HD, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think Poor chose HD DVD as well. No, they, they went Blu-ray, man. They went, they literally went Blu-ray. They were the first like outlet to announce that they're going to move all their content to Blu-ray because they're in the same conundrum. And that was that was the thing. Everyone keeps talking about how when porn went from Betamax to VHS. Once it was, I mean, if you watch uh, even Boogie Nights, I mean, it, I know it's a fictionalized version of the uh, porn industry, but they are talking about how, you know, film to VHS kind of ruined quality, quote unquote, porn. And then, but it made the porn industry a lot of money. And then when Blu ray HD DVD was out, porn industry, they chose Blu ray. And so everyone kind of switched like almost overnight. 
Make that money. Gotta follow the money, man. What's this? So. Uh, Y'all still looking this up? No, yeah, I'll still, I'll somebody else. Uh, I was still. I was still trying to do some research. <laughs> to see. Of course. Uh, so we got another trailer that popped out. Uh, did y'all see this Book of Boba Fett trailer? I haven't oh. seen that one yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's fucking good, though. Oh, man. Man. Go, on, you go for it, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, so it's posted on our Facebook page. If you haven't seen it yet, go over there and check it out. Um, to me, I think it's just barely scratching the surface on what's yet to come. I mean, it looks like we're going to see... The Star Wars criminal underworld finally. I know the big project that everyone wanted to see was Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which was a video game project, which is kind of being taken over by Amy Heading, and then that kind of fell apart too. So a lot of people have been, you know, all about this Star Wars underworld stuff, and this looks like this will be it. it looks like we're gonna see criminal crime syndicates and whatnot, all live action under the book of Boba Fett and how he's restructuring. Job of the Hutt's like crime scene. Empire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Looks like he's starting from scratch, kind of. I mean, it doesn't show a whole lot of violence, but there's a lot of, you know, tension and brooding. And, uh, man, that Wayne's in it still, right? Yeah, she's his oh. right hand. She's like his right hand assassin. Almost every frame is the two of them together, like handling shit. So. Love me some mean air. Yeah. What'd you think, Cronus? Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I seeing uh, Ming Na Wen in there, still looking fucking ageless, basically was excellent. <laughs> uh, seeing Boba Fett, which has you know a man that's a Star Wars fan, it's just it's good to see him back. Um, I would like to see how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Hopefully, hopefully they go into that. I like that he was basically going to be on you know Jabba the Hutt's throne. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, Star Wars lore that's going to come out. I, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um... I suspect we will see some more bounty hunters in the show, some of the more popular ones. I, I have my top three characters, which I, I feel like will make an appearance in the show. Um, one will probably be Dirge. Even though Dirge technically died twice, he's been resurrected in the current comics, I guess. So I don't know how that happened, but we may get live-action Dirge. What did Boba Fett die in the, in the movie? Yeah, he technically died in the movie, and Darth Maul died too, and he came back too. That's uh, so. true, he came back. So uh, he's one, he's like my number three. Uh, number two is uh, the Whoa. twins. I know a lot of people don't like the, or not the twins, the sisters. The two sisters uh, that we see in Clone Wars Season 7 that hung out with uh, Ahsoka when they were trying to help her translate into civilian life. I know a lot of people don't like the two of them because they kind of don't, well, at least for me. They kind of don't really add that much to the universe. They're just kind of there. They they're kind of in the gray area where they where one of the sisters wants to be like basically a smuggler. The other one just wants to be a mechanic and tries to keep the other sister in line. But they don't really to me they don't really add anything to the other characters. They just kind of bump into them. They have like a little adventure, then they part ways. So we may see a live action of them. Um, and then number one is Cad Bane. We may finally get. Cad Bane live action. Yeah, That's better internet. Yeah. <laughs> Old Ninja, you really need to upgrade your internet, man. We lost well, I've already five seconds. 
Uh, I've been upgraded, plus, but I'm wireless though. I'm not plugged in, unfortunately. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, we're probably gonna see Cad Bane. He's the only like bounty hunter that literally strolled up into the Jedi Temple and broke someone out of prison, and got out. I mean, he did have help from Count Dooku, but still, like, who has the balls to roll up to a bunch of Jedi, break someone out of prison, and, and dip, and not get cut in half? But yeah, you know. Was who came back from the dead is fucking uh, not Count Dooku. Uh, God, Palpatine. Oh Free yeah. Alert. So if you watch uh, Force Awakening or whatever the last Rise, recent, Rise, Rise of the Jedi. All right, that's right. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, alert. Palpatine is still alive. Okay. Was he a bunch of clones? Right. Spoiler. Alert. Uh, <laughs> looks like it. Looks like he cloned himself probably a few times. To uh, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> I mean, shit. But uh, like, I don't know. Like, I I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm just hyped for for seeing the Boba Fett. Cause like, at the end of um, um Mandalorian, like he fucking kills uh, what was it um, who was that? the pink guy. He was like uh, Jabba the Hutt's side guy before Jabba the Hutt fucking died, and he kind of took over his uh his empire. But uh, yeah, Boba, we get to see Boba Fett. Sit on fucking Jabba the Hutt's fucking throne, and uh, Minna Wayne's character fucking just pop open a, a nice blue cool bottle of something, some alien liqueur, and just takes a sip and just chill. Next, it was almost like uh, it's Romulan ale. Just it was like that uh, Army of Darkness pose or poster where like you know you got the guy cheering his side, you got the hot chick kind of sitting off to the side type of deal. That's that's the vibe I got from that that scene. But I'm looking yep. forward to this. This drops next month, like right around Christmas. So I'm excited. This would be a nice little Star Wars Christmas present for me. I want to know when do we get Ahsoka? Probably not till next year. Probably end of next year. We're lucky. So we'll see. I haven't seen too much about it, but yeah. <clears throat> I can't wait for that one either. That was going to be interesting. Uh, you want to talk about the other trailer that was dropped from Disney? Or oh, was that last week? When was that dropped? I don't know. The Lightyear one. Did we already talk about that one? Yeah, we talked about Lightyear last okay. week. Okay, never mind then. Uh, so last week, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we ran out of time, but uh, PlayStation State of Play. Did y'all watch any of this stuff? Uh, we, that, honestly, see? there wasn't much to... It was, yeah, it was, was kind of boring. Okay, I don't want to be flipping about indie games because like, a lot of indie games are good. Um, not all of them, but you know, some of them are good. But yeah, it's mostly indie games that most people haven't heard about. There's only one that really caught my eye. I think it was like Death something. Oh, I gotta look it up. So let me bullshit for a second and, and look it up. It was Death something. Is it Death Takes a Holiday? Just kidding, because that's a, that's a movie, I think. But um, I was gonna say Death Stranding, yeah. but that's, it wasn't that's a different game. Okay. Death's Door. Okay, oh, okay. So let me look up Death's Door. I'm pretty sure that's uh-huh. the one... It's on Steam already, so yeah, well, it's oh, okay. on Steam. So, but yeah, it was like a three quarters top down game, and it like looked interesting to me. But once again, it's an indie game, so not that there's anything. I keep saying that like it's bad. It's not bad. It's just you know, it's it, it's not. They didn't announce something like Horizon or God mm. of War. You know what I mean? So I I feel like I'm doing indie games a disservice. I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah, because there's some great indie games yeah, out there. Yeah, they're they're what? <laughs> I was gonna say, 
uh, I don't like they're they're really good. Like the story is there, this and that, but like I guess the the gameplay longevity. I don't know. A lot of the indie games are pretty short. Well, mm. I think uh, what was that game that I really liked? It was uh, Hades. I'm pretty sure that was an indie game, uh, and that game was uh, fantastic. Like I love that game. There was a game I played out the indie game I love. There was one called I think I talked about it on a podcast called like Math Mazzoline or something like that. And like it's this game, it it will make you sick just how the physics work in this game. Just because you're you're in a world and in the middle of that world is a dollhouse. And you can put things within that dollhouse. Cause that dollhouse is basically a representation of your world. So anything you put inside of this dollhouse will appear in your real world. And it'll be big. So you can, like, like you need to get up a stairs. You drop, like, a little stairway in this little dollhouse. And then, bam, you're there. But then, like, if you go outside of your world, it turns out you're actually inside of a dollhouse of another world. So, like, everything, when you go outside of your world, everything that was originally in your world, it's, like, gigantic. So it's 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 a giant fucking mind fuck. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like an episode of uh, Lock and Key. Oh uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean that literally happened in this current season. So, uh, I mean another super popular um, indie game was the Stanley Parable, because that that game was a trip. Like I've played the the original version because there's a deluxe version, and then there's like. Uh, there's a separate version for the console, which is kind of slightly different. That game was super crazy, but it's like a very well thought out game based off of the um, Half-Life like engine. But it's like it's it's I want to say it's like a dark comedy, but it's like a weird first person kind of game because it feels like it's a horror game, but it's like really a horror game. Horror mm-hmm. game? No, horror game. <laughs> I mean, there could be whores in it. I don't know. There, there's a lot of hidden stuff in Did that game. Did you not game. play the game? I, no, I played... So, I played the game, okay. but you can literally end the game within 10 seconds. <laughs> so, well, there's end, multiple endings end in the game. You can end the game in 10 seconds. You just turn it off. No, you can <laughs> literally reach the end of the game within 10 seconds. Okay. You just, like... <laughs> Yeah, it gives you. It literally gives you like a matrix style choice. Do you want to do this or do this? And it's like, I want to do this, and it, it tells you like this could end your experience. And like you're like, oh, I just want to check out this door, and then it goes through, and then the game ends. Like literally, roll credits. I'm just like, oh shit. So it was. It was a pretty interesting game. Yeah. There's so, another. Uh, the Fuzz was another fun game that was on the PS2 or three. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a little, like, you're like this little character, and you you can rotate the world, and, like, depending on the way you look at the world, like, different things are unlocked. Hmm. It's it's one of those, I like like those mind puzzle type games, like, those always interest me. Like, there's this one that I downloaded called The Pedestrian, and basically, you're a, you're a, uh, a little stick figure, basically. Like you know, how, like when you go to the bathroom, how you have like the man and woman logo, like that little oh. stick figure character. You're basically that. Also, it's called pedestrian because like you start off on, um, like you know how when you go to use a crosswalk, you push your button, there's that little guy on there. You start off as him, and you progress through the world by going. You're in a 3D world, but you have to stay within a 2D world. So like you're jumping from like 
different like uh construction science and this and that and there's like different puzzles for you to figure out and it's, it's just it's, it's 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 crazy like once you get to the end you're a regular person and you're inside this this giant fucking world where like you know somebody on the outside is controlling it and you have to figure out how everything fucking works it's it's, it's a it's a crazy mindfuck game too yeah <clears throat> sounds like this sadly purple yeah, it, origi- um, it was originally released on the on Steam, but and it just got released on the PS4. But you can play it on the PS5. I gotta say, I, oh, I like I how PlayStation and uh, the PC are like, you know, two peas in a pod right now. Like they're they're exchanging, you know, their games. So, God of War is going to get released, I think, in December on the PC, and I think Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn already got released. A bunch of other games that were originally Sony, you know, PlayStation exclusives. That are now getting dropped in the PC and vice versa, and this gives me um, a really good feeling because I already pre-ordered the uh, the Steam Deck. So, oh yeah, yeah. this is gonna yeah, be like yeah. it's gonna be a low-key fucking Vita two. <laughs> like if I could play my PlayStation games on, hopefully they have a plugin like specifically for it because uh, you can already do like remote play with your PS five and PS four on your PC. So if we do like a similar thing with the Steam Deck, it, that's gonna be fucking awesome. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, then it gets into the thing where do we really need, uh, you know, exclusive games for consoles? I'm still gonna say yes because uh, the only thing that really differentiates consoles nowadays is the controller, and then the exclusives. That's pretty much it, uh, ex- excluding the Switch. I don't really put the Switch into the mix because on a technical level, they are nowhere near the PS5 or the uh, Xbox Series X. They're just they're just not. Um, it's just a different kind of console. But as far as like similar gaming experiences on the, on the Xbox Series X and the PS5, um, yeah, it just comes down to exclus- exclusivity and the controller. Everything else is basically the fucking same at this yeah. point in time. And I would say the Switch is more of a a souped up Game Boy. I mean. I mean, it's still a console. You can hook up to your TV, but the fact that it's portable just reminds me of, of the Game Boy. I mean, I guess they call it the the Switch, not the Switch. They call it. The I would say it's more of a Game Boy. Oh, I love the Switch. Be honest with you, like I love that it's oh, yeah. portable. I love that I can play it on both my TV and handheld. It's I love it, and the the games that are on there are di- the different kinds of exclusives. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna buy. Uh, Metroid Dread pretty soon. I just got, I want to finish uh, Far Cry 6, and then Dread will probably be my next game, and then after that, I'll probably play like Deathloop. But yeah, um, then there's a lot of really good exclusives on the on the Switch, which is why people discount the Switch a lot, but it's still one of the highest selling consoles right now, of this generation. Like, the mm-hmm. PS5 is just now beating it, but overall, it's nowhere near it because the, obviously the PS5 came after the Switch, but... Nintendo consoles usually sell really fucking good, and nobody gives them any kind of goddamn credit. Yeah, yeah, they kind of, kind of. I mean, just getting the Mario and Zelda properties alone, or is what you know. It's like I said, exclusivity. That's exclusive to those, to that unit. And then, uh, like the Mario spinoff games, like there's a new Mario Party. I think that's out now. Just drop, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, those are super popular games. Like, it, the latest one literally encompasses generations of Mario Party all in one game. So it's like, that's going to be a good-ass seller. I remember I tried getting, you know, uh, one of the games on Switch from my niece, and it was sold out. It was literally sold out for, like, two months. 
Well, I, think I was people, just like, what the fuck? People forget about Nintendo. Is okay. So one thing is that the Nintendo Wii destroyed an entire console generation. They destroyed. Oh, yeah. Them. Like there, nobody even came close. And there was um, the, the Xbox and PS. I think three at the time were there. They were great consoles, but the Wii just destroyed them all with console sales and game sales. Um, mm-hmm. But another thing that people kind of forget about is that I think for for kids, like if, if you want to have a console where kids can like grow and learn how to play games every the nintendo console is perfect for that like it's it's they're literally made for smaller hands um the concepts on how to play the games you're taught um it's way easier to to understand those concepts when you're playing like a mario game or a zelda game because especially mario because things are very simplistic but they can get more complicated as you go on just depends on how you choose to play and it's just it's it's just it's very simple for kids to pick up and like learn how to play and they just go with it like my you know my uh when she was three my youngest daughter she started playing you know mario games and she loved it like she understood like how it worked right away she immediately wanted to learn more about mario and you know she wanted to watch like the old mario show they used to have on tv like back in like the fucking 90s and shit she loved it like (laughs) I, i can't have her sit down with like any other like sony franchise or you know, Microsoft franchise that's exclusive to those consoles and be like, here, play this and enjoy it. Like, most of the things they're, they're geared towards are older gamers. You know, or somebody that already has, like, really good hand-eye coordination. It's not really like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, it, it's just good to have Nintendo as, like, a console there for kids to, like, learn. Because that's how we all learned how to play. Um, most of us that are older. I learned how to first play games on a Atari 2600. Then I went to a Nintendo and I just kept going through the generations. But if you'd have handed me, you know this complicated ass controller as like a three-year-old like i'm be like fucking what why are there so many goddamn <laughs> buttons like and yeah, yeah somebody might argue that oh well you know so the nintendo has a bunch of buttons too yeah it does but when you play a mario game how many buttons do you actually press it's like three <laughs> like seriously it's three in the d-pad it's way yeah. easier than fucking i think this has got like 16 plus buttons on it and it's just yeah i can understand <laughs> it but i can understand why kids would be like what the fuck is this thing well, I got yeah. these, these complicated motions. So, shit. And the the original what the NES had four buttons: the start, select, and then A and B, and and then that's it. Just run it. I mean, the Wii was simple too. Like you wave your hand, and that was your control. Like you just wave it at the screen, and like you're having fun. I mean, it's all. It was so great just watching people like try to play like you know tennis or. Um, baseball or like you know boxing and all that shit just jumping around their house it was so it was so hilarious but it was awesome at the same time because everyone was involved like yeah. mom and dad were playing grandma was playing grandma was playing well, remember when it first came out when the, when the switch when the when the wii first came out um hardcore gamers were talking all this kinds of shit about how the controls were gimmicky and and you know mm. it's just it's just a gimmick it's just a gimmick then when the ps4 came out what the fuck happened DualShock 4 came out, had literally the same fucking, uh, the DualSense controller came out. Mm-hmm. And it was the same fucking, you know, most controls. So it wasn't gimmicky. Like, people, like, in certain games, it's appropriate to, like, have, the, it's not every game, but certain games, it's appropriate to have, like, some sort of, you know, three-dimensional interaction with objects. And and, and now, you know, the, the DualSense fight, or the DualSense came out, and this is the, this is my favorite controller of all time. Of all fucking time. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Has well, let so, so anybody out there that's listening, any anybody who's young, there was a point where it was almost it was a fashion trend for you were your Wii controllers nunchucks 
around your neck like it was a fucking scarf. Like people would go to school wearing their fucking Wii controllers around their neck just because at the time it was almost it was hard to get a Wii, but oh, like yeah. oh, it seems yeah. like everybody had one. It was but, really hard to get a Wii. I, I, yeah, I had but, to like wait for a couple of months to get mine. Yeah, but when you have one, like it was it was a lot of fun to play. Like like me, I'm not a huge Nintendo fan. Like I have childhood drama with with Nintendo, but the Wii was still it was pretty fun to play. Like every oh, time I was playing house, Blue, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> with the Nintendo? Uh, that's what I was, that was my next question. So like, I, did someone drop one on your head or something? No, I talked about this on the podcast before. So back in, in a, back when I was a kid, both my brothers both had Nintendos. Their their father bought them Nintendos, and they would they would like. Oh, Consi said I couldn't play and this and that. I had to like sneak around to try to play it and this and that. But once Sega dropped the the Sega Genesis, I like saved up my money and bought it myself, and, and that was pretty much the story. And I I've never owned a Nintendo product ever. Oh, I shit. mean, well, you're a grown up now. You can do that if you want. I'm yeah, oh good, yeah. I can buy. It. Well, the Sweetness, she has a, a Game Boy that she she loves and she like plays it every now and then. She she plays only one game on it, but she still plays it. What does she cool. play? No, I'm curious. Um, Spunky, I think it's called. <laughs> so it's this, it's this monkey, and like there's these like alien things like going around, and like you have to like throw up a ball, and every time you bounce the ball, it gets bigger and bigger, and then you can fucking like throw it at them to take them out. Like I literally watch her play this game. I watch her beat the game. Like I uh like I have uh, the retro pie on on my uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. on my um uh, Raspberry Pi, and mm-hmm. I like download I I literally download the game for her to play. And she sat like I. I looked up the code to get to the end, like to fight the last person. And she freaking beat it, like it was like no problem. I <laughs> I, I bet it got past like level five. Wow. Like, she's like seriously good at that game. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go grab it real quick. I know exactly where it is. Like the her, her Game Boy. I remember your retro pie because we played it in the car. Cause it was awesome. Oh yeah, you're in uh, Comic Con, right? <laughs> yeah, I went to Comic Con. We hooked it oh, up no, no, to no. this. That was WonderCon, I think. Was it WonderCon? Yeah, because Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, we only get two passes usually. Oh yeah, it was WonderCon. Yeah, we went to LA. We hooked it into the the center uh, console display and was gaming. We were gaming hard. Yeah. We were playing some Battletoads. We were playing all kinds of stuff. I love me some Battletoads. I I do not have the new one though because that's it's on there. But um, I don't remember if it's like thirty bucks or whatever. Yeah, I haven't but played, you know, I haven't played games like that in a long time. Maybe I I should. I don't know. I, I've been I've been playing. Uh, what was it? Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War, the zombie mode. I fucking love that zombie mode. Like it's, it's really? not getting old. Yeah, it's just it's not getting old. And now there's the new Halloween shit that was so. Oh, fun. the uh, yeah. the one where you can play screen, you can be Ghostface or whatever. I, I don't know. Right. It's just well, they have like the they modified the zombie mode to where it's like it's way more frenetic. <laughs> like. Oh, he's pulling up his. Uh, oh shit! So if you're listening it's to this, actual Game Boy, he has an actual the, Game Boy. It's, it's a, a pretty good it's a Game Boy. Game. It's a Game Boy. It's a Game Boy Pocket, but like, this like, is game's game there. Yeah. Now you took it out, and now the game's not. Now it's never gonna work again. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> but like, like she keeps this in her in her center console when she has like a little break, she'll go off and play. But like, this is the only game she plays. It's a game. <laughs> I better go put it back before she wakes up. She's gonna come here and stab me. You, know, you, should, you should just. Oh, you, should, awesome. you, should, you should hide the, uh, just the game. Oh, <laughs> oh the console my god! And just just hide hide the game. <laughs> my god, you would die. We'd never yeah, right? It'd be game. like y'all got to have R.I.P. to Blue. 
He took Chrono's device and hit the sweetest Game Boy game. murdered him. He went missing. Yeah, Blue's been missing for like a month. We just go say R.I.P. He was seen on camera at a campsite. All right, well, we're going next, gentlemen. Uh, oh, so uh, blue, I got, I got to kind of put you Sir. on the spot. Uh, you were, you were kind of in the stratosphere last week, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this. But this has been on the list for weeks. Um, this is about a movie that was, it was on HBO Max for a while. I don't, oh yeah, know if it's, movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's on there anymore. But it's still on there. I, I watched the movie. So now I gotta hear your review and then see if I can add addendum or get oh, down to so it. Go ahead, Blue. Yeah, it's this this movie on HBO. It looks like it looks like a really good. It's called uh Mag uh Malig- Malignant. Malignant. Yes. Yeah. This movie was ignorant. <laughs> stupid. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh my god. The trailers. The trailers made it look really scary. Really like oh god. This is like you know somebody scared of. Cause everybody had, I mean not everybody, but everybody had like a best friend growing up as a kid. But it's like, what if your that imaginary friend, imaginary friend, it's his imaginary friend was actually a fucking murderer, like a demon who was out killing people. And it's like, oh shit, I had an imaginary friend. Let's see, we're gonna go with this. This movie made no fucking sense whatsoever. Like, the 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 special effects was really badly done, and like, it's especially when they revealed like the imaginary friend. It was like kind of anticlimactic and like it just it doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. There's a lot of continuity issues. I can't even. It's been so long. I kind of blocked out of my memory. But like, <laughs> there's like a prison scene where like the imaginary friend appears and just start murdering people. But it's like, like how how the hell did they get out of the, how how they get out of the, the the cell? Like I don't remember how they got out of the cell. Like for some reason the the cop came and was like, hey, let me investigate what's going on and they and they get murdered and i just i don't know it just didn't make any kind of fucking sense <laughs> and then like the girl she's been like she's being abused by her by her boyfriend and she like tries to escape and just shit just I, I don't know it was just it was not good at all like it it was it was really bad oh what's your man. Take on, DJ? man man so i watched this like because i thought this said this was gonna take it off um, it might be off now. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I heard and watched it. I wanted to watch it before Halloween, so I was watching it. And I was kind of digging it, but then things started to kind of like unravel a little bit because it's like I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And then there's just like quote unquote twists in the film, and I'm just like, "This wasn't a twist at all." If yeah, you, right. <laughs> if you're paying attention, you know that this chick is like doing something weird or something it was it was the movie was inconsistent it literally felt like two movies that were packed together and they're held together by this very thin thread and then the prison scene that uh blue's talking about like it was first of all zoe bell's in the scene i'm like there's no way this little skinny ass chick is taking down zoe bell like right? zoe bell yeah zoe bell this thing probably was like, like 125 wet wet <laughs> Easily, and at least I mean, Zoe Bell's probably like one thirty-five, one forty. But that we're talking muscle because she's a stunt woman. She's been doing stuff for a while. She works with Quentin Tarantino a lot. She's done. She's in that movie. Um, I believe it's on Netflix again. Uh, Rays, where she fights like uh, uh, in a movie about a female Fight Club, and this little 
like literally 110 <laughs> pound chick. I wouldn't even say 120. 110 when she's covered in blood. 110 like takes this chick out. I'm just like, what is happening? It turns into this weird horror movie into this funky action creature flick and i'm like what this does not i wasn't really sold i will say the action the fight scenes were i, I think well choreographed it worked out really well but the story was trash like well like totally flips on you and it doesn't yeah. hold a whole lot of water like literally there's a scene where the antagonist has a knife and there's 30 cops literally 30 cops shooting at this one dude and they all get knifed to death i'm like there's no fucking way that 30 cops are missing this many In, times inside of a police precinct inside of a enclosed like warehouse or whatever it looks like a warehouse but it is a precinct there's two times two shots where the cops shoot point blank with a shotgun and miss like no that's not happening like what the fuck it's almost like, like it, it was, was just... a movie that was make-believe yeah, <laughs> it was all imaginary. But no, there's like, oh god, it like it just it, it triggered another memory. There's a scene where a girl goes, like she goes to see her sister, and this imaginary friend sent an email to this to her sister saying like, oh, you're just like I hate you and blah blah blah, and her sister's all mad about it. Like that could easily she could easily been like, I didn't say that. Like that that's not those aren't words I would say. Like she she could have easily defuse that whole situation but it just the sister was like i'm not talking to you ever again and all of a sudden they hang out again it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was okay i'll meet you for dinner <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on so there's another scene where the if you've ever played uh what was it uh uh batman arkham knight mm. <laughs> where you go into the, the old gotham area they literally have what look, it looks like old gotham yeah and they have, like all these old 1930s but like not even the 30s, like 19 teens, like buggies and horse-drawn carriages and shit, just all like cobwebbed up underneath the city. And apparently this person or creature or whatever seems to know the layout very well, escaping a cop. I'm like, where did this even come from? Like, it played no part into the story. Like, they show it earlier, but it's like, this, this makes no sense. And then, like, like, why do all a sane asylum have to be on a fucking mountain cliff? Like, a cliff. There's always, like, an ocean on one side, and then it's, like, a giant fucking cliff. Because there's a scene where, like... And this is weird, too, because, like, the, they, like, this guy... I think, like, somebody drives to this this insane asylum. And they always, Like, why do they always have a park next to the cliff? It's, like... Like, isn't there a parking lot, like, somewhere safe? <laughs> like... <laughs> They want to prevent people from actually throwing their car into drive and driving off the cliff, but for some reason, like you got to park next to the cliff where you can drive off the edge. It's, it's I don't I know. Mean, it's just weird because I'm just like the insane asylum is really really huge and it looks like a hotel. It does. I'm like, why is this sitting here? And nobody bought this land. I mean, this is in Seattle. This is worth real estate. Like, I don't know. It's just like there's no way that it's going to sit there for three decades and no one's touching this building. Like, no way. Should we should we should we spoil the the imaginary friend? Sure, I, I don't man. care. I mean, it's it's already been out there. Been out there, it's been out there for months. Okay, so her imaginary friend is an imaginary friend. She's actually like a conjoint twin, and so she has a uh, another person on the back of her head, like fucking Vol- like in uh, Harry Potter, basically, where she, yeah. the guy had like fucking Voldemort on the back of his fucking head. 
Like, and, like her he whole, control her. it's her whole back. Her whole back. He looks yeah. like an alien. He looks like some. He has like a little bald head and like funky teeth, and he has these little frailly like dinosaur arms. Yeah. And, and like I'm like what? And then so what they do is they like they cut off the limbs and stuff, but then they push his face into the into her skull. <laughs> And like he manages to like manifest himself by pulling his face out of her skull. She's all bleeding everywhere. I'm just like, what? And like, so through the majority of the film, when he takes over, it looks like the ring where mm-hmm. Samara has her hair over her face, but she's running backwards. And I'm like, the very first thing you see this uh, imaginary friend or the brother or whatever, it looks like someone's running backwards. I'm like, what is what's going on here? It's very confusing. Yeah, it's very demon-like, but... It's... Yeah, but then, like, the brother takes over, and then he's able to do martial arts, like, from a backwards day. <laughs> yeah, like, how, how do you kick somebody? Like, I guess you're kind of, like, horse-kicking them or some shit. It's just... I don't know. I, I guess the caveat is he has powers. He has uh, electromagnetic semi-telekinesis powers. So. Yeah, it's... I mean, he can make fucking phone calls through like the radio <laughs> station or some shit like that too. So, Ancient, or yeah, that's how he communicates just through radio. Oh, yeah. And he can make calls through like cell phones and shit too, which is okay. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Fuck weird. Can't do that. <laughs> He's like, oh, you should pick up that call. It's him. And all of a sudden, all the lights start flickering. It's like the hell. The it... it's on the back of her head. Like what? The... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it sucks because this is a James Wan film, and he did the whole Conjuring universe. I think he directed one of the Fast and Furious movies, and you know, he's a pretty popular director. And this, I guess, they tried reimagining. I give him credit for the effort, yeah. But execution was just, just it missed the mark several times. Ugh. I wish it's like the way they, I guess. One way they could have saved, no, they probably could have. I was gonna say they could have saved this movie by making it more like she has like a split personality kind of that kind of vibe. Or I don't know. It's it just it was a no for me, man. <laughs> that, that, movie got, uh, yeah. that movie got a hard one. It's a no for me. Yeah, I give it a one just because. I mean, the it the trailer was good. Yeah, the storyline seemed like it had a good something to it, but like. Execution, could... man. When you watch it as a whole, it's, it falls apart for me. I give it a two because the the actual fight scenes were actually on point. Yeah, even the fight scenes are pretty cool. Fight scenes were cool, but it's weird going into a horror uh, action film. Like, what the fuck? Who does that? I mean, it, I get the I get the effort. I get what they were going. Hopefully, later on, someone's able to uh, build on this and perfect this new yeah. type of. You know, I, the effort was there. But it just it just didn't it just didn't come together. It I, didn't gel for me. I, I did. It, I would give it a two for sure. I didn't think the black cop, the black female cop, was kind of funny. But like, she was just basically one of the sights. <laughs> like, every time, I mean, every she time she gets like speaking, I was like, she's fucking one of the sights. Like, she's oh, I'm too old for this. She was a one of the sight version of of uh, Danny Glover from fucking <laughs> from Lethal oh, yeah. Weapon. She was like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like, it was like. I thought they were going to kill her off. I mean, she got shot. She's the only one that kind of got a shot in Dude. after 30 cops be missing, but she, she got, still like, got shot. shot in the chest and she survived. It's like, yeah. no, you, you should, you should Oh, and she got stabbed. And, and she got yeah. stabbed. And she got stabbed. And she still made it, so kudos this, to this, her. This creature killed, like, 50 men, and all of a sudden she comes up against a woman, stab her, and shoots her, and, like, she somehow still lives. It's like, okay. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you didn't like it either. I thought you were going to say that like, you thought it was a wonderful movie and it was like the best no, horror movie ever like, of all time. Like, I know a lot of people enjoyed the twist. They liked the twist. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, oh my God, this movie. Like, there, I could tell what was going on, but then it went off the rails for me. I'm just like, dude, really? Like, I didn't, I didn't appreciate or buy the fucking, the whole, like, twin thing. And the only edge it had was he had powers and shit. I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, if he really had those kind of, like, powers, he literally, all he had to do was touch someone and microwave their fucking brains. <laughs> easy, easy death. You don't need a fucking knife. They made him look like he was Jack the Ripper. And I'm just like, what's yeah it's just it's terrible i mean if you really want to see it it's on hbo max if you have a description uh subscription if you really have two hours to kill and you got nothing else going on but i recommend like only watch it maybe watch it if you're drunk might get a good laugh yeah or high that might make or it scarier <laughs> i doubt it. i doubt it i doubt it'd be scary it'll be funnier yeah i mean if you're high on yeah it'd probably be way funnier mm-hmm. Way funnier. All right, moving All right. on. Um, Warrior fellow had a question for us. Oh, he wanted sure. to know how was our Halloween. So Halloween was last Saturday, Sunday. Was just Sunday. Saturday? It was Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. How was your Halloween? What did you guys do for Halloween, if anything? Blue. Well, first of all, let's go. Did y'all dress up? And yes. then what did you do? I did. So not. blue. So for uh, for us, we went and hung out with um, some friends who have a uh, they have a son that rounds. He's uh, he's a little bit. It's it's funny. These uh, these friends, uh, they're Brazilian. They were at, at our wedding, and they have a son that that's two days older than Stormy than Storm, uh, uh, Stitch's daughter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like the whole the whole thing was supposed to be superheroes. So obviously. I was Batman, <laughs> but I got my my son Sebastian or Bash. He was um he was Robin, so I got a little Robin coffee for him, and he had like a little mask stuff like that. And the sweetness was um she had was a she Catwoman. Catwoman? No, yes. so she, she's been Catwoman in the past. She's been Catwoman. She's also been um she's been uh Martha Wayne's version of Joker. Because we one year I was I was uh, Thomas Wayne. Batman, and she was Martha's version of Joker. If you don't know what that is, look up uh, Flashpoint. <laughs> it's a really good. It's a really good comic. Yeah. But anyway, so but she was uh she was Batgirl, so okay. she had like you know Batgirl outfit and a and a mask. And uh, my friend, who's Brazilian, she was Wonder Woman. So she she looks like Gal Gadot. Like it's really, it's really crazy how how close how how much she looks like Gal Gadot. But um yeah, and her, their little son was Spider Man. But we hung out. We just had like. We had like a little quick little brunch at their house, and uh, their little their little son went trick or treating around the houses. But like, I don't know I wasn't comfortable taking Seppi out to all the different houses. But overall, it was it was a good time. We had a little, I, I'm going to keep its costume just as a as kind of a keepsake for first Halloween. But we also went to uh, a pumpkin patch. So over over in kind of I think I want to say it's San Ramon or Dublin or Pleasanton area. Like when you're driving up the 580, off to the right, there's a rodeo thing. It's, actually, I think oh, it's Hayward because it's, about, yeah. it's it's if you have to go to like Hayward Red uh, Hayward something. I can't remember what it's called, but um, yeah, there's a quick little pumpkin patch. They had like a little haunted house. They had like you know a carousel, a Ferris wheel, and one of those giant slides. But uh, 
Yeah, it was free admission until he went there. It took a few, a few quick pictures with Sebastian. And this kid, it's funny because I remember when Riley, when I uh, we did a photo shoot with Riley at the, yeah. the Ardenwood pumpkin patch, and she like touched dirt and she was just fucking crying all over the place. But she's a little she semi. Loves dirt. She loves dirt now, by the way. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, we have like the best picture of her like crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Go ahead. But, but with my little one, like he just. He grabbed he grabbed a pile of hay and was just I'm gonna stick this in my mouth <laughs> like like no joke like it was so hard trying to get a picture of him but we got a few couple of pictures off uh, picture of him but I, overall it was, it was a fun little day. How about you guys? Um, for me, I actually worked so Saturday before Halloween. I actually worked, but I went out. I managed to get out and go to downtown San Jose. So I was out like a little late so i wasn't out for too long i was out for like we got there at like uh shoot like maybe quarter to midnight or whatnot and everything closes at like pretty much 1 30 but every place had a huge line huge line like you're talking down the street line at like maybe 10 different establishments we managed to get into like one spot, uh, the Britannia Arms had like a short line, short-ish line, and then we were there for a quick drink, went to the spot next door to it, which was super popping. They had a line, went in there, hung out with the friend. I dressed as a, an essential worker, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> that was pretty interesting. I had, you know, some fun. I wasn't, I was DD, so I didn't really drink, but uh. he designated driver. But I thought you were Didi from like uh, <laughs> from Dexter's Laboratory. I was like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> oh no, Didi, like, get out of my laboratory. He went, he, went, uh, he went in whiteface and crossed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I just hung out and then Wait, actual... did you dress up. Okay. Yeah, I said I went as yeah. essential worker. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he went as so... himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and went then. Halloween, I didn't actually. Halloween day, I didn't really do anything. Just kind of stayed at home and played Back for Blood. Right. Shot zombies in the day. So, uh, so I what did we do? We didn't actually. We didn't go out, obviously. Um, but we we did the same thing we did last year with uh, with Riley, our four year old, almost five year old now. Is that we just did uh, trick or treating at home? So uh, I stayed in our room and then. Our partner came back, mm. went into her office, we closed the doors, and we had candy. And rather we go back and forth and knock on the door and we give her candy and stuff. So at least she had <laughs> some sort of, you know, experience. And she seemed That's to a enjoy. really good idea. Yeah, I just it, it sucks because you know we want her to be able to enjoy, you know, Halloween. Because I mean, she that's I think it's one of her favorite holidays. She always talks mm. about Halloween. And for her not to be able to like go out and trick or treat, uh, the last time she wanted to go trick or treat, she was, I think three, no two. Jesus Christ, she went out with uh, with Prodigy's kids, and she actually had a lot of fun. But since then, she hasn't had you know this has been two years now in a row, where she can't go out and uh, and enjoy herself. So yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But she seemed to enjoy herself doing the we you know did some fun things like just having fun with her like knocking on the door and stuff so she liked it um she dressed up and obviously she got dressed up when she went to school she got candy from school so she didn't miss miss out on all of halloween but she definitely missed out on normal trick-or-treating 
but like I said, she still enjoyed herself, so that's that's really what matters. Next year, hopefully, we'll be able to uh, take her out real real trick or treating. We're gonna gonna get her vaccinated right around her birthday. She turns five at the end of next month, at the end of this month. So we'll get her vaccinated, and then I will feel much more comfortable with her uh, being out and about uh, in the general populace. What did she dress up as? Uh, she dressed up as Ariel um, for Halloween, and then or for like her Halloween party at school, and then at home. Who was she? I can't remember what she. Oh, she was uh, True from Netflix. So she was True like two days in a row, and she she really loved, honestly I was surprised that they even found the a True costume. The costume. Because, <laughs> yeah, because literally like we were asking her like, "What do you want to be for Halloween?" You know, something that we already had. And then we... Like, when you ask your kids something, like, keep asking them, like, as the day approaches, because their mind... They might change their mind. Oh, yeah. So, kind of like a parenting semi-pro tip. Um, <laughs> if they change their mind, like, it's good to know if they change their mind. So, it gives you time to, to prepare. And if there's not enough time, you, you have time to, like, tell them, hey, like, there's, like, not enough time to, like, make this change. So, so when she said she wanted to be true, we told her that... Um, oh, there goes... Sebastian. So it's just good. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, just me, Sebastian. So be uh, me as Batman and him as Robin. He put he wasn't he wasn't feeling. <laughs> He's like, yeah. the fuck's going on, dude? He's up the sun, <laughs> man. You are. Yeah. Tossing. Anyway, so yeah, like literally the day before the actual actual Halloween, we asked you know what she wanted to be for Halloween. She changed her mind. So that she wanted to be true. So we're like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we know you want to be true, but it's the day before Halloween. Uh, you know, K-Mac, she's going to take you to go, um, to, like, the Spirit or wherever the fuck the closest Halloween mm. store was. I think it was Spirit. But if they don't have it, like, don't be surprised. Cause it's the day before and usually things are, like, sold out. So she's like, okay. I was like, are you sure you're going to be okay if they don't have it? She's like, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So they went and they found it. They found one in just her size. Oh God! Like, thank <laughs> goodness. So yeah, so she she wore the, uh, the the true costume, and then she broke it. But it's all good. <laughs> she like, <laughs> was actually um, when I was when I was when uh, we were all when the family was driving home from Halloween. There was actually a lot of kids out trick or treating, which I was kind of. I don't know. I, I was kind of surprised about with the whole COVID thing, but like you know, a lot everybody was wearing every kid that I saw was wearing a mask, not just like, you know, a character mask, but they actually had face mask on. So people were really taking legit. And then a lot of people were still doing the whole, like, um, like the little bags, like they'll have like a bag of the candy or they, some people have like the shoot, like they have like a PVC pipe that like oh, nice. runs from like the doors to touch and such. And the kid just put the bag there. Like I haven't seen any videos or coverage of somebody like actually handing out candy. So a lot of people are still doing like the whole candy shoot, which I think I thought was pretty cool for people to do that. Yeah, we, we didn't get anybody, but also I didn't leave my light all the way on. So I think that's probably part of the problem. But we usually don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters here because we live on a fucking hill and it's kind of steep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. So I think that most, most there's kids that live on the street, but like how much do you want to walk up the street, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then back down. It's, it's funny, a friend of ours, uh, my... Uh, she posted on her Facebook that she bought like full size candy bars, <laughs> and like wow. they got no trick or treaters. But I wonder if that was if that was done on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? So, ain't nobody. 
<laughs> yeah. Nobody came last year. Why are you buying full size candy bars? <laughs> but nah. Everybody knows that the it's it's interesting because like um like there's there's certain areas everybody knows to go for trick treating. Like mm-hmm. either you think that it's safe or like they give out like full size candy bars. Full size candy bar or they give out money. <laughs> which is Oh yes. Which is crazy, but like, yeah, like I think the first year the sweetness and I lived in our house down, we 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 gave out candy. We had we bought like a fancy little Halloween bowl, put all candy in there. We're like, oh, we're gonna get a whole bunch of trick treaters. We got like two. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, what do you do with the candy? You know, we ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, I think back then there wasn't that many kids living on our street. Now there's like maybe. I would say there's probably like a good 10 families that have kids. So, I mean, hopefully those kids will make a route and like at least walk the neighborhood and pick up some candy before they go off and go to the people with good candy. For sure. Because I'm, I'm giving out raisins and toothbrush and fucking what floss. What the hell? <laughs> ain't nobody can, Yeah, ain't nobody Mouthwash. A, fr- a friend of mine can. shared a picture. And this is somebody that I know, so I know they weren't just bullshitting. But they opened up like they dumped out all their kids like... Because they went trick-or-treating. Dumped all the candy. And literally there was like a... Like a packet-sized thing of like dog food. I'm like, who the fuck does that? <laughs> who the fuck? That's all bad. That? Well, speaking of that, like... I know the news. The news is always talking about this shit. Like, they're always warning people. Make sure to check your kids' candy. People are giving out fucking edibles. They're trying to get your kids high. Ain't nobody giving out edibles because that shit's fucking expensive. Like, that's that's an expensive practical joke to play on a kid. But then again, like, the people who are buying it aren't buying it to go pull a prank. They're buying it to enjoy it themselves. Like, there's... I, I think um, there's a podcast I was listening to, but this is more on the, the whole poison and candy bars. Like, there's never been an incident of somebody getting sick or kids ended up in the ER because there was like something in their candy. It turns out they, they got into their parents' stuff and that's what ended up in the ER and they just blame it on the candy. But like a lot of these stories aren't aren't really true. No, no. I Unless you guys got no, facts to back that up or anything. No, no. Usually they're not true. The vast majority of them are not true. But the problem is that the media, every single year, they keep trying to elevate these things like, like the... The cannabis thing and all these like literally if it's weird that news outlets will first of all like elevate cases about like drug addicts you know and having people getting thrown in jail for being drug addicts shit like that but on the other hand they'll also elevate stories of people just giving out drugs motherfucker mm-hmm. drug addicts don't give out drugs anybody that i that I could think of that uses any kind of drugs like like me like you know i'm drinking uh alcohol right now it's a drug i'm not going to give out my this my drug of choice to a child because first of all it's illegal and second of all this is my fucking beer it's just expensive <laughs> I, I, don't drink, I don't drink cheap beer same thing with uh you know cannabis edibles like anybody that that talks about those sorts of things that oh well look out for people trying to give your kids can like they they literally have no single clue how much edibles cost they are not fucking cheap especially the ones that you see that that are in packages that packages that look like that can be mistaken for kids candies those, yeah <laughs> those are the ones that are fucking crazy expensive because it has to go through a corporation 
in a company where they have to make some sort of overhead. You know, so it's not like you're, it's not like you're, you know, baking weed fucking brownies or some shit. It's not like that. Mm. It's, they have to make a, an actual profit off of making their product and it ejects the price. And they have to pay fucking taxes on making those products. Um, federal and local uh, taxes. Actually, not, maybe not federal, local taxes. So people, they don't put their thoughts into that. They just say, oh, well, it looks like, you know, it could be used to give to kids because it, it looks like candy. But you know what? There's a whole bunch of alcohol that looks like fucking soda. But y'all don't talk about that mm. shit at all. Like, not, like, there's a whole bunch of fucking alcohol that has, you know, candy names or that have, like, green apple or cherry flavor or fruit punch, shit like that. But you never, ever hear the news talk about that kind of shit. Oh, well, it's, it's aimed towards children. No, it's not. It's not aimed towards children because people pretend that when you become an adult, all of a sudden you don't like sweet shit anymore. Like, you're no longer going to consume things that taste sweet or that are pleasant to your palate. Like, you all think we're just going to fucking eat fucking tofu or some shit when you hit, you know, 25. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they just keep perpetuating this same bullshit narrative to keep kids scared. The problem is, you're, you're, these things are going to push people more towards getting illegal drugs. Like, you just made all this shit legal, you know, at a certain, after a certain age... And talk about these things appropriately. Like, hey, yes, there there are products that are drugs that, you know, they might taste sweeter or they're like candy, but they are for adults. Instead of saying adults are giving, you know, cannabis candies to children because that doesn't fucking happen. Just be honest with uh, the way that people are, the, the way that they're reporting things, but they're not. It's, it's been like the past fucking... In my lifetime, it's been like every goddamn year. Hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to find out the cost of uh, of infused like at least a few gummy bears. Uh, well, blue, we're a couple days out of Halloween, and we haven't done your 30 days of Halloween. We missed out because you were on, you were on the cast for a little bit. So. Yeah, I was out sick, but then again, it 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 kind of was an epic fail. <laughs> Like I mean, uh, we have I, a list. I, well, it's a it's a semi list. There's like ten on there. <laughs> so uh, I, didn't, I didn't get any feedback from the the Discord group. Uh, so the whole purpose was to make, basically make a laundry list of movies to watch for Halloween, and there wasn't well, there wasn't well, much I'm participation in. There's still people in Halloween mode, even yeah. though some people are well, in no, Mariah Carey mode. So, <laughs> oh wait. So, uh, just kind of quick side sidebar. Uh, I, I saw this on the news. There's a bar. I can't remember where it is, but basically, it's you cannot play the Mariah the Mariah Carey song inside that bar in the month of November, and you, it only can be played once in this once a day in December. Because if you ever work retail. I don't care any retail facility you work at. If you're a barista, if you work at fucking McDonald's, you probably hear that song at least eight goddamn times in your goddamn shift. <laughs> that song is so Four. fucking annoying. So fucking annoying. And like, it's, I get, I, I have, I don't want to say I have PST, PS, whatever. PTSD. PTSD, but. Or PTSD. I just, that song brings bad memories. <laughs> um, let me see if I pull up the Halloween list. Let's see where we were with that. Uh, I have the list, but I have the list. Of... All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go over real quick. I mean, 
Go ahead. We'll... Ah, shit. What do, you, do you want to do you want to read each other's? Um, you wanna read I'll, read, I'll read the ones I selected and we'll kind of okay. go into why I selected it. Go ahead. Um, so I'm going to go backwards with this one. Sure. Uh, actually, I'm going to start with my... So the whole premise was that everybody was supposed to choose six boobies because there's five of us on a podcast. And if you could do math, six times five is 30. And even though there's 31 days in Halloween, but hey, fuck it. <laughs> okay, so um, number six on my list was The Haunting of Hill House, which is a show on Netflix. <clears throat> It was really good. Like, you know, the suspense was there. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And the whole Cricket Man story, just it just led to, like, a really good fucking ending. It just, it just all fucking rolled up into, like, a nice little... Like, it's... It, it made me think of that Dave Chappelle joke when he talks about, like, how he kicked, it, he kicked her right in the pussy. And then at the end, he breaks it down. Like, that's basically what the Hill House does. And I thought well, that was really fucking great. Uh, number five I have in here is Shudder. Shutter was trippy for me just because like I'm a, I do photography, but like literally this was a this actually the original version is a Japanese movie. It's a J horror, and basically this guy's like cheating with this girl, and there's a picture. Or she ends up getting murdered. So this is gonna be a huge fucking spoiler. She ends up getting murdered, and like you know every time the picture maybe take... don't spoil the movie that you want people to watch. No, I'm, I'm gonna spoil it. Okay, I'm gonna no so. Okay. No, so the girl's murdered. I mean, this is this is kind of the obvious part, but um, the girl's murdered, and every picture she you take, she's in the image, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? But at the end, it just have like some creepy ass fucking like. It, it just it, it ends very well. Uh, the next thing I have on here is the orphanage. This one was a shocker for me because I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it to go the way it did. So this, I can't remember when this movie came out, but like literally this, this woman, she, this movie has, it's, it's a sad story. This woman, she lived in an orphanage with a bunch of, with a bunch of, she was like a normal little girl, but all the other orphans were like special kids. And like, for some reason they, they all die and they end up haunting this, this orphanage. But when you come to the end of the movie, you find out that like, they weren't really haunting the orphanage. And it's 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 heartbreaking. Like even think about it right now, it's like holy shit, like I can't believe like it's a horror movie that's not a horror movie. It's it's really touching. It's a really touching movie. Um the next one is the Watcher in the Woods. Uh this is actually this movie is made by Disney. It's a horror movie made by Disney, and you can actually watch this on Disney Plus now. They just released it this year. And this is kind of why I have kind of a little bit of a phobia with mirrors. So basically there's this girl, her spirit is trapped inside of fucking mirrors and she's trying to get out and she's just freaking people out with it. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a creepy movie. Uh, the second one I have on here is uh, Par- Paranormal Activity. This movie, would have, the first one, the original, the one that cost $10,000 to make was really <laughs> fucking creepy when it first came out because it was like in limited theaters, only certain people could, like you, they, the theaters that shared it only showed it at midnight, and like it was like a good two hours long. And <clears throat> when I originally saw it, I saw it in, I had to go to Santa Cruz to watch it, and I was living in San Jose. It's like maybe a good 20 minute, 25 minute drive to go from, minutes. 
gotta yeah, be to go from Santa Cruz to San Jose. So it was probably like maybe about 3 a.m. when I got home. And that movie really <laughs> fucked with my psyche. But like, what's cool is that I supported the movie. Like, I was posting about it and stuff like that. So if you have the Blu ray, if you bought, or either, I think it was either Blu ray or DVD, I can't remember what format it came out on. But at the end, everybody who supported the movie, they had like, they had your name in the end credits. And my name's in there. So if you look mm-hmm. in alphabetical order under the B's, under the blue, I'm in there. Oh, so. <laughs> Uh, so did you see the multiple endings? Because the original had yes. like four or five endings. I've, I've, I've seen them all. Yeah, I've and it was, I heard the rumor or the urban legend, apparently like different theaters had different endings. Yes, so that's like, true. What? I was like, what the hell? Yeah, every, I heard every theater had different endings for that movie. And there's like, there's, yeah, it's, the one I the one that I saw was where Mika gets thrown at the camera. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones where, like, there's one that's, like, like nothing happened. You see her go down the stairs. There's uh, oh, no. one there's... where she, she comes up to the camera and she, like, like bites at the camera or something like that. Um, well, she kills, she kills dude, and she sniffs his body. And then she, like... Jumps out the screen. Yeah, she kills him and slits her throat. The one that's, yeah, that's probably too. the longest is the the one where um, she kills her boyfriend and then comes out of her trance, freaks out. No, she freaks no. out, but the cops show up to the house. Oh, yes. So the cops yeah. show up, and then there's a door. The bathroom door slowly opens as she's pleading with them, no, I didn't do this or whatever, the door slams, the cops freak out and they fucking they kill, they, they, they kill her, they empty the gun into her. Like she was black. That's <laughs> <laughs> all bad. And I think there's one more. And then... I can't remember the other one. Yeah, I, can't, I can't remember the last one either. But uh, the last one on my list is The Ring. And this is the... I'm going to say this, this one's... A, like, I really became obsessed with the whole Ring universe like i watch all i watch all the japanese one i watch the american ones like i went when i went to japan like there's literally a moment in my life where i thought i was gonna die <laughs> because so short story i'm gonna do a short story so i was out drinking with some with uh some friends in japan and the way that the train system works in japan so i had to take a train into the city and i'll take a train back well after a certain time train one only once an hour and I for, I was drunk, so I forgot that to get onto the train. I was gonna ask. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of sake, <laughs> but um, the way that it works on a, on the train is that, and it's the same for the bus. You enter on the you enter from the rear, <laughs> and you exit from the front. Well, I was drunk. I thought I was still in America, so I'm in the back trying to exit out of the out of the train, and the doors weren't opening, so it passed up my stop. And so I get off. I get off on the next stop, and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, it's just one fucking stop. I can walk. Well, the area I was in was like kind of old school Japan, and I was drunk, and the ring had came out like that year. So like, my imagination was playing fucking tricks with me. But luckily, like, I actually, I actually got fucking lost. I got lost, and I found train tracks. I'm like, I'm just gonna walk these train tracks, hoping that these train tracks gonna lead me back where I need to be. But it actually led me back to where I got off the train. I don't think we get back, but um. Yeah, the, just the whole ring universe. I just always thought it was really interesting, and like, there's also another story where I fell asleep with the TV on, and <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure people have had that happen to them before. But like, 
I was dreaming that like Samira was coming after me, and like I wake up, and I wake up to the fucking trailer for the ring on my goddamn TV, and I was probably pissed white because I really cause in the trailer there's a scene where she's like coming out of the well, and like is piss really white? <laughs> yeah, right. What the hell? I, it is clear at, at some point. <laughs> if you drink enough, if you drink enough water. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, yeah, I like be white. If if it's white, it's probably cum. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, weird thing with colors. Our gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, I thought gonorrhea is yellow. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I woke. I, I like woke up and the, the that that scene from the tape was on and like I yeah I was really freaking out. But uh yeah that's that's my number one. What's yours uh, oh ninja. Uh, so starting with number six, the 1982 version of Poltergeist, because I saw it when I was kind of young. So the, it's fucked up because this movie is rated PG, and <laughs> it does not look like a PG movie. Um, they had some really crazy effects, and funny enough, this one has the what used to be super famous the TV like scenario where like for you young kids oh. late at night programming end at a certain time and when the programming <laughs> end it would go to white snow for literally like four to five hours but i that like they would play like what, the national anthem or something they would, like, they would play the national yeah. anthem first and then it would go to white snow and then sometimes you would get the um the the color spectrum and the the long beep but usually it'd just be white snow because they're off the air and this movie features that a lot. Like when they're in the white snow stuff, you know, people, entities would be talking through it and stuff. And had some really fucked up effects, especially like one of the, the clown sequence, which I know I'm not afraid of clowns, but I know a lot of people were freaked out by it. Um, I used to have a tree in my backyard growing up. There's a scene where the tree like tries to eat the, the sun. And he, when he comes out, he's like covered in blood and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, there's a scene where a guy peels his face off. It has like a lot of fucked up shit for a PG movie. I mean, nowadays the effects may or may not stand out for you. It may seem a little cartoony, but the overall story of the film is actually really good and it's still pretty fucked up. And it still holds up. I heard the I didn't watch the remake, I heard the remake was shit. So Yeah, I mean honestly, so I I just uh I mentioned it in the in the comments of the chat, because Warrior Fellow was asking, you know about this particular thing and I was like you know I'm not into horror movies you know I just I'm not but I used to kind of be and I remember mm -hmm. I, I watched Poltergeist and Poltergeist was actually it was a back then when I was a kid because it came out in like the 80s 80s yeah like the late 80s right two yeah 82 you said yes oh, 1982 well I definitely remember watching it but not at three years old so, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like Nightmare on Street. Like I remember watching these, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't at the age that they came out. Cause, well, because I probably watched them like HBO or like somebody had like a VHS, VHS of it. <laughs> For everybody that's young, that I mean, video home system, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, it's also kind of because the film is notorious for having like um, an urban legend surrounding it. Because like the main star, the young girl, the late Carrie Ann, she died, and like 
there's accidents to some of the other people on the film. The older daughter got caught up in some weird kidnapping and, and then, like, the, situation or whatnot. So. The old guy, the old like preacher guy, whatever, he he died from cancer. Like he only did that movie, and then all of a sudden, like he died. I don't think there's a preacher in the first one. I think he's in the, the second and third one. Was he in the second one? Yeah, okay, the, there's a preacher one, but I mean, there's a lot of you can look it up, but there's a lot of urban legend stuff about this movie. The movie came out kind of messed up. Uh, I mean, not messed up, but it messed me up a little bit. So I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I've seen it multiple times, which is even more fucked up. Yeah, I watched it more than a few times. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're young, like it's all fucked up because you're gonna get scared, that you're gonna get fucking sucked in, sucked in the goddamn TV. <laughs> and then, or get like, eaten by a tree or get yeah, choked out by a fucking or, clown or, or being like... have your having your house built on some fucking native burial ground oh my saying, god yeah. yeah the movie's it's fucked up and it's still i mean the, there's a legit story with this it, yeah. oh you're breaking five percent of the horror movies that have been made since um my number five was the 1984 version of nightmare in elm street even though I saw this, <laughs> it's funny to go max down. <laughs> yeah, but I saw this out of order. Like my first time in L Street film, I saw was part three. Then I saw part two. Then one. Then four. But the first one to me was like way more compelling because it shows the impediments. Freddy Krueger as like a boogeyman, like a legit yeah. boogeyman. Like you, for most of the film, you don't see his face. You only see like slight like shadowing and like small lights on him he had that fucked up ass voice and he was just murdering people like in a super fucked up way i mean imagine getting killed by your waterbed like what the fuck like in the film the movie sucks up johnny depp and then spits him out yeah. all over his fucking his fucking uh ceiling it's pretty well, disgusting it's spark, but yeah you said, you said imagine getting killed by your waterbed so i'm now i'm looking up that waterbed deaths <laughs> and yes, there was at least six to eight people that have died from the waterbeds. Oh, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, I had a waterbed growing up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty fucked up film. It, it solidifies to you know the the boogeyman in it's your way dreams. More than that. Holy shit! Have a lot of people have a lot of people drowned in their waterbeds. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a lot of water. But I mean, getting sh- shat out where you're just all blood. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a classic film. Uh, it still it holds up to this day. Yeah, I mean, kind of like I I watched. So when they did the remake of Nightmare on the Street, they made Freddy a fucking pedophile, and I was like, dude, Freddy wasn't a pedophile. Freddy was just as fucking serial killer. Like, yeah, he was a child murderer, but he yeah, he, he wasn't rape he wasn't raping kids. Yeah, he wasn't touching kids inappropriately. But I remember on the podcast we were talking about like, oh, so I guess murder is better than like. I don't know, dude. They're both kind of <laughs> No, I, I think yeah. as, as a society, we have... Uh, so when we talk about murder, right away when you talk about murder, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain everybody's first thoughts are an adult killing an adult, right? Mm-hmm. That's, what you orig- that's what you go to. So there's already some sort of like semi-level playing field because it's an adult killing an adult. But when you talk about like pedophilia, it's, a, it's a, you know, an adult taking advantage of a child. And so I think there's like a moral boundary that is seriously crossed. You talk about an adult doing anything non-consensual to a child. So I think that's the main thing when we talk about, you know, is murder worse or better than pedophilia? So that, to me, anyway, that's where the line is drawn. 
is because adult to adult, there's there's a at least some sort of level there. But adult with a child, mm. there's no level. Like obviously, there's an offset. So yeah, my thoughts. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 a weird thing. Like yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to not com- trying to compare like evil vices to each other, <laughs> so or just evil atrocities from one human to another, but still, they're both foul in my book. They so. are, they are. But so, like, uh... one, one, though, is obviously with our society, one is more yeah. foul than others. So, so wait, but... wait, so quick, quick, little, quick little thing. thing. I don't, I... <laughs> if you were to die in a waterbed, it's, called, it's considered a wet dream. <laughs> Or I, I saw yeah. I saw a bed entrapment. <laughs> there, I was just yeah. like, that is a fucked up way to yeah. on your death. But you got trapped in your bed. How the fuck did that? Did you How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. yeah, it's like a in a thousand ways to die, and it's like oh yeah, a wet dream is three hundred and thirty-one on that list. <laughs> wow. Uh, moving on, number four on my list is Audition. Uh, it's a Japanese horror film. Um, it's pretty weird because I, I heard a lot of people talking about it. I didn't know what to expect, and I was watching it with my cousin. It starts out like this weird like online dating site, and this chick who's like super weird. She's like very uh, kind of not aloof, but she's very like withdrawn. But she's really attached to the guy that she meets, and then she the guy finds out what she did to her ex boyfriend, tries to leave her, and then holy shit. She fucks this dude up in this really weird sadomasochistic torture scene that lasts. It feels like forever, but it's very, very hard to watch. And I'm just like, holy shit, this movie. This is one of those movies like you can't go to sleep right after watching this because you'll definitely have some kind of nightmare or whatnot. It was a fucked up thing just watching this poor guy getting tortured by this woman who didn't want him to leave her. It was fucked up. Is this part of this is part of the I can't, I can't I can't remember what it's called, but it's part of like a trilogy. Like there's uh, is it it's old boy, Mrs. Miss, Miss uh, Miss something. And I think addition is on this list. I don't think it's an an official trilogy, like an official trilogy. I think people are trying to say that it that it fits into the world because like so I think some of the actors are still in the same film but they're not i don't think they're fully connected it's called um the vintage trilogy so it's uh let me look it up it is miss mr uh it's mr vengeance mrs vengeance and then it's oh boy it's on that list mm, i haven't seen the other two but i've seen the original old seen... boy i've seen the original old boy but not the two vengeance films no i haven't seen a vintage film either i, I haven't i haven't seen spike lee's old boy either so, um, yeah, it's Japanese version is fucking twisted. <laughs> yeah, Audition, Audition was like one of those first movies on Netflix, like the first 10 movies on Netflix I watched, and it was getting a lot of buzz, so I checked it out. And this one kind of, this is one of those movies that kind of stays with you when you're done. And I'm just like, oh, I gotta watch like My Little Pony and <laughs> Care Bears after this. Um, my number three is the movie The Thing. Uh, the Thing is like super fucking creepy this is like an old like early 80s late 70s movie and it's like weird because like the creature effects are very 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 good and they still kind of hold up and it's like you don't know who to trust in this film anyone could be anything 
when you see people die, it does these weird amalgamations of the human body. It literally turns limbs into creatures. And it's a fucked up ass thing because, like, you're trapped in a blizzard in, like, Antarctica or the Arctic, and you're trapped in this, like, facility that's, like, breaking down, and you there's nowhere to go. And, like, John Comperter, he did this remake, and it's really well done. Um, I know they've been trying to do sequels. They don't... I mean, the prequel sequel doesn't really live up to the original. Um, this is another movie that kind of stays with you, especially, like, when you see a grown man's head turn into a spider and run away. Mm-hmm. You'll probably have nightmares from just watching just that scene. There's other atrocities that they do to the human body that will probably fuck you up. Uh, it's really good, even though I highly recommend it. I've seen this movie a bunch of times as well. Um, I guess the only official sequel is the PC game called The Thing. Uh, I actually have it. I haven't beat it yet, but apparently that's the sanctioned sequel. I guess John Carpenter put off his... Uh, Official seal. I actually have it around here somewhere. So maybe one day I'll be able to try to twitch it out or something. Um, so quick, quick, um, I looked at the IMD reviews for the thing, and it's, it's got a solid five stars with 10,000 plus reviews, which is, I don't know, it's, it, it's hard to find a product on Amazon with that, that rating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie's held up. This is, this is a timeless film. Like, What's happening in the Arctic is still kind of like there. Like nobody really lives there. People just visit. Mostly it's scientists that are there, and that's what's there in the film. Scientists trying to do a study, and all of a sudden they come across some kind of otherworldly creature that begins to mimic them and then slowly take them apart. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty cool. So the director is uh, John Carpenter. That's right. He's, yeah. He's got a really good laundry list of movies. So he did like, you know, Big Trouble in China. The original uh, Halloween. The original Halloween. Christine, which is the one with the fucking killer car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, they Live with fucking Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, and from New York. Quarantine. Like, he's got... I mean, we are Johnny... He, I mean, he even does funny, like, stuff, too. Like, he did The Breakup, which is kind of cool. Yeah, correct. He's also an accomplished like uh, musician, and he does he did the original soundtrack to Halloween. That theme is by him. He so did he, uh, the Lost Boy, and it's pretty interesting. So if you um, if you listen to the audiobooks for, or if you read the audiobooks for Ready Player One, he's mentioned in there. Of course, because he's a phenomenal director and and pop culture icon, pretty much. Yeah. And then. Uh, number two is The Ring, the American version, because I've never seen the Japanese version of The Ring. The original, the American version of The Ring really fucked me, because I hadn't seen a movie in, like, quite some time, especially a horror movie at that time. And when I watched it, I was like, fuck, this is another movie that involves the television, where shit from the TV comes out at you. And I'm just like, well, what does this shit fucking happen? Like, what if you play an old VHS tape that you can... You know, it's a snuff film, and it turns out to be a film that can actually kill you. Like, you get a phone call, it says seven days, and then you have seven days before you die, and there's a bunch of fucking shit that happens to you. It's yeah, just... If I got a phone call that says seven days, I'd be like, yeah, that's next week. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it, this was probably the last horror movie that really fucked with me, because I had... And when I came home... When I came home after watching it from the theater, I turned on all the lights. Yeah. <laughs> made sure, like... I thought I was preparing our activity because I lived by myself. 
Pony and Care Bears and Rainbow Bright after and uh, whatever, maybe some brats or something for like a while before I could go to bed. This movie kind of this movie kind of fucked me up. And I think uh, mostly because of Naomi Watts' portrayal in the film. It was actually really it was done really well. I I like this version of the film, even though I've never seen the Japanese one. I have no idea how it holds up. Oh, dude, it's, and, it's they're, they're day and night. It's, it's totally different. But wait, before, sorry, to jump in real quick. So, kind of jump back to my my story in Japan. It wasn't the rain that fucked me up. It was the grudge because the grudge take place in Japan, and I was like, the American version of the grudge took place in Japan, and like the houses, like all the houses in the area at the time looked like the one from the grudge. All right, sorry. Go ahead, man. All right, so my number one is a film. It's not really a horror movie. It's more it's more classified as a monster film. Don't this, the water. This movie really fucked me up even to this day. Uh, that's in the, that's Jaws, the original theatrical movie of Jaws, the fucking giant, fucking 20-foot-long great white shark. Fucking creeped out over fucking sharks. I've seen a dead great white, and it still creeped me out. Um, I was learning recently, I mean, where we live, there's been a lot more sightings of great whites, especially in the Santa Cruz area. There's been people on uh, Instagram that have been showing great whites that have washed up on shore. Usually they've died because they couldn't get back in the water, but they still look monstrous. I know they're supposed to be, you know, creatures of the deep that are supposed to be, you know, part of the ecosystem. They're supposed to be apex predators or whatever but that doesn't stop them from creeping me the fuck out not being cautious when going into the into the ocean because i usually don't wade very well very far i definitely don't like fucking swim out past like the where the waves break or whatnot especially since there's been an increase in great whites in our area like this movie fucked me up especially with sharks i mean even though I saw the film. I started researching sharks really, really, really heavily. Uh, I could probably name a bunch of them by just by looking at their rows of teeth or, you know, the size. Or, like, I could tell a target, tiger shark from a blue, from a basking shark, from the um, uh, tiger. Uh, what's it? Oh, the um, thresher shark which is like a, a freshwater as well as seawater shark, which is very few. Usually most sharks die in, in freshwater, but the that shark ends up like laying its eggs in freshwater, but shit like that. But still, great whites still creep me out, even though I still watch, you know, documentaries on them. Uh, even on uh, National Geographic on um, Disney+, Plus, you can watch the one with uh, Chris Hemsworth, where his friend almost got fucking chewed up very great white. So. So wait, did you ever play Man, Man Eater? No, I've not played Manny. Play you gotta play Manny. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> the DLC Wait, did it drop yet? Yeah, it already dropped. Uh, oh, shit, I gotta go play it, yeah, man. Yeah, you play it. But Manny <laughs> is like one of my favorite games. Cause it's so yeah. ridiculous. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's an indie game, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh, do y'all remember Echo the Dolphin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just... Yeah, because, like, yeah, so you in Echo, you have to fight, like, I think a shark. In one of the levels, because I, I didn't get very far, because the game was kind of fucking hard, but it was yeah, super it was popular. But yeah, but there's one where you gotta like go up against a great white, and it's pretty tough. But that freaks me out too. But yeah, I, that's I my that's I, my top six. Cool, I like it. All right, I, I I love the backstory of it all. Let's uh let's wrap it up, because I think I'm gonna tonight I'm gonna try to do a video showing how I edit the audio and the video and get them out on the same night. So oh, yeah, oh, that's really quick. 
really quick before we move on uh Cronus you're talking to warrior fella about freaky the latest like kind of horror comedy that came out last year um I've seen it That's I'm gonna funny. say this I'm gonna say this there's kind of a um a what's it uh um what's shit what's that shit that like one of the the black mirror black mirror episode that we kept talking about a lot uh striking vipers there's kind of like a striking uh, vipers like incident in the movie it's pretty funny right. but but just just to, yeah just to <laughs> just to let you know but i mean i still think it was a great film because it is pretty it's a pretty good horror comedy so it's a fucking, nice little two dudes are fucking definitely in the show okay that's uh <laughs> that's where we're going with this Apparently. <laughs> uh, you have to watch the film to see what I, I, I don't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, to All see right. what happens, you don't have to watch the book. But... All right, Carlos, what you got populating this weekend until the next podcast? Uh, honestly, what's popping? What's happened in the past? What's popping right now is that I'm realizing that since I have ended my sobriety, that my stress levels have skyrocketed according oh, to my, wow. my Garmin watch thing. So. Yeah, I need to... I'm going to pay more attention to my alcohol consumption and uh, try and find a happy medium. I already understand that because, you know, I went off caffeine and everything for Sober October. The first day I actually, in, like, started using caffeine again, I immediately PR, which is personal record, for, like, uh, my Peloton bike. Like, I beat my old record by, like, uh, at least 10 watts or something like that. And, which is significant because I, I push it hard for my body on the bike and so i i need to i need to better recognize and appreciate what drugs of any kind do to my body <laughs> so uh maybe going forward i might drink less or just be more aware of like how much it affects my body so we'll see like how it's going to work out going forward but that was definitely a thing like i was looking at like my my body battery which is like a thing on garmin where it tells you like what your general um, energy level should be throughout the day and then my stress levels like those have gone up by like a significant amount over just the past three days um, just from drinking and having caffeine again so so yeah this is just a personal story that I'm saying for everybody else out there consume it as you will um, drugs affect your body <laughs> so I think that people should be more aware of like how they affect your body and are you comfortable in the way that they affect your body me right now i don't know if i'm comfortable with the way that they affect my body so we'll see where i'm gonna go with that going forward like i love drinking i like other things as well like caffeine and things between the lines but uh yeah i think i should just be more aware of like how they affect my body going forward other than that uh i'm looking forward to seeing my my brother later on this month same thing with prodigy me you we're probably gonna do a uh, podcast actually no actually yeah maybe yes me and prodigy will yeah. do a podcast later on this month um because i'm going down in the san diego area for thanksgiving i'm leaving on wednesday so we're probably not gonna have a podcast on that wednesday we'll have to like figure it out i'll be remote um again but it'll just be in a different area but if we get to see them again yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that shit. And, and, and he's going to have... Prodigy might have an... Maybe have an announcement 
um, on his next podcast. I hope he does. And then we'll have to have like, yeah, a it, conversation live about his announcement. So. My, my my intro would have been a whole was gonna be a whole lot different if uh Pirates was on this on this podcast, but I I, I get saved for next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I'm happy but also I'm I'm gonna be like kind of an outcast, I guess. No, <laughs> still old ninja. No. Well but old ninja's not well we'll talk about it when when uh, when probably yeah, decides to talk about it. So Yeah. yeah. Um Old Ninja. What you got? Populating, crackling, bababooing this week, or what do you want to talk about last week? What's on your mind? Uh, oh so, let me really know. quick, <laughs> the movie Jaws is PG. Is it really? <laughs> oh, shit. That's Jaws is PG. PG. Yeah. yeah, Jaws is Hell PG, <laughs> and all three of its sequels are PG. Oh no, I'm sorry. Jaws: The Revenge is PG-13. All the other ones are PG. Holy shit! What a time to fuck people up. Um, so I'm not doing a whole lot. Um, I started watching Star Trek Prodigy, and only one episode's been out. I wanted to talk about it this week, but I'm gonna wait oh, okay, until yeah. um. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna watch the second episode to get a better feel of it. Um, right now I'm liking it so far. Right now, even though it's a, it's supposed to be like a Nick Junior or a Nickelodeon type show, but it it doesn't feel like it. So, but I, I want to watch more. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk about Young Justice because I'm watching that right now, uh, season four. Um, so me and Blue will probably talk about it next week because there's some. I don't know if you watched the most current episode, of Blue. Um, I, the last one I saw was I, I saw it like last week. So if there's one I dropped between like last podcast and today's podcast, I haven't seen it yet. No, there's the the new one drops from tonight at like midnight. When did they drop? So, oh, okay. They drop, they every, drop? Thursday. every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday is a new episode. Yeah, because like the previous seasons has been like a smorgasbord. They you can binge watch them, but like, I think this season. No. Yeah, they're doing one at a time. Week. Yeah. So. Um, two, then one, then two. It was, it was super weird. This one they're doing like one at one a week. So I'm checking out. So Star Trek Prodigy season four of Young Justice. Um, been trying to get Prodigy and actually the rest of you guys to get Back for Blood because it's a spectacular game. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm still playing it. I haven't even beat the game because um, I, I keep going back and helping people who just got the game. Going back to the beginning, helping them because it helps me out because I get stuff. I get to get like unlocks and shit. So it's been Wait, fun. Is it on Xbox? Um, it's a cross-platform game, so it doesn't matter what you get okay. on. So I, say, I, don't, um, I don't have a Xbox; I can't play it. No, you can play it. You can play it on any any platform except for the Switch. Oh, I was um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been playing. Oh, I went back to No Man's Sky because they have an expedition. There's still four weeks left to finish it if you haven't had a chance. But I'm I've been going back and kind of working on my um. My original save for the game. Uh, there's a lot of changes. It's a lot cleaner. It feels like a more complete game after like <laughs> its initial release, even though it took them a couple of years. But it's still, it's still fun. It's still great. Unlike uh, Anthem, they dropped the ball on that and never came back to it. But at least with No Man's Sky, they keep adding stuff to it. I just built my first mech yesterday, so I have a fucking mech in the game just running through. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm reading my Star Wars books. I'm trying to finish them. I'm close to finishing my last one before the new books drop early next year. I think the first new set of books is in January. 
So I'm I'm reading uh, one of the High Republic books, one of the last ones in order. So that's been kind of about it. All right, yeah. cool. Speaking of books, so I finally list, I finally finished listening to Sandman Act One. Goddamn, it's the the production value on that book. I talked about it last podcast, but pr- the production value on that book is top notch. Like holy shit, I, I I never felt like I was listening to a book. I felt like I was listening to a fucking movie, basically, or not not a movie, more of a TV, uh, more yeah, more of a TV series because there's different acts, there's different stories going around. There's not like a, it's not like a continuous movie going on, but everything kind of fucking ties together and so, it all kind of makes sense at the end. So the I know that Cronus listened to this and you you're listening to this, but this is the only or one of the very 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 few audiobooks that I actually saw a TV commercial for. They they had this on like ESPN and a couple other stations about the Audible, the Sandman coming in, and I, uh, like the new chapter. I was like, what the fuck about this? They put in money for this shit. Yeah, I, I I seen that commercial. There's only one other one that I could think of, and it was um, another fantastic uh, audiobook was the the Stanley Trick of Lights. I think it was called. Oh, that's the one we saw. We saw the beginning at uh, WonderCon. Yeah, we and, did a little maid. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. a really, it was a really good book as well. Okay. But yeah, so I I just I just purchased book two, or act two. So I'm gonna have you have you finished act two yet? Of course. Okay, yeah. So I'm starting to listen to act two, and I don't know just Samet. I don't, I I like the whole like lore that like you know there's there's these these uh what are they called like deathless people like the Samet is like people who live on forever and they're just out there like doing their they're doing their job. And like their whole purpose for living is to be there for humanity, but then there's like the other ones are like, oh, humanities are a fucking. It's almost, it's almost like uh like gods that just think they're better than everybody else. But it turns out like, yeah, you need me more than I need you, basically. But it's just it's just a fun story, and like I like the little throw the little because it's it's made by DC, so there's like they talk about like Superman and like John Jones is in it. Constantine makes an appearance. Uh, he 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 makes a quick reference to like Swamp Thing, which is kind of funny, but uh, I don't know. Overall, it was, it was a it was a pretty good series. But I, and at first I was like, okay, this is kind of going here and there. But then at the end, it just it all kind of fucking tied together. I thought it was cool. Uh, I'm still playing uh, Kona, Kana, Kana, Spirits. Yeah, I haven't played it in a couple of days. I can't remember how to play, pronounce the name. But uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta want to continue playing that. But uh, one of the big things I'm, I'm trying to get back into cycling, like bike ride, bike riding, and um, I started. So there's this company called Ziff, Swift, Swift, Swift with a Z. Yeah, Z W I F T, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of cool. They make uh, they make there's a they basically make a game that you can hook up like your like your bikes, power meters, and stuff too, so you can like actually pedal in a virtual world. Well, it's... Blue, do you do you have a power meter for your bike? I have a I have a I have speed I have a speed sensor and a cadence meter on there, and also a heart a heart monitor. But no, that's okay. So no power meter yet. So no, nah, I don't have a power meter. That's, that shit's fucking shit's expensive well, for you, one of those. If you want to get into the power meter thing, just buy. You can get ones that are just like on one pedal. That makes it more reasonable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. 
I, I could have went that route, but I basically bought them all separate. But it's all by the same fuck, the same company that the per, that I purchased it from. So right. it it still does it does everything except it's not a, it's the power meters are all an all in one type of deal. No, that's all good. I mean, like because for me, obviously, I, the the Peloton bike has a power meter, and yeah, like, when you do like power zone training, it's like super important. When I eventually, I'm gonna buy a bike hopefully early next year, and I need a power meter on the bike. <laughs> so, yeah. so I need to know like where my where my how much output I should be putting out. So yeah, like uh, like what what's kind of cool is that the uh, Swift they like take everything together and they'll give you like your wattage and all this different But the whole cool thing about it is that like you're basically you're able to paddle in a virtual world. And right now I'm, I'm still trying to dial it in because I feel like I don't know, I feel like I'm because usually I can do about. I don't. I can do about twelve miles an hour, but in the game I can do like I don't know, maybe eight miles in an hour, which isn't that great, considering like I don't know. I used to do it a lot when I was like a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'll show. I show real quick, so I have my bike and stuff here. You should probably be able to do so, way more than that. So when you're on a physical bike, there's uh there's resistance from the air. So if you're yeah. a trainer, you should be able to put out way more wattage. It well, so I'm not a trainer. I'm actually on. A, I'm on a roller. Yeah, but the roller is a, it's a trainer. It's a yeah, but trainer. so it's, it's really it's it. I don't like the the whole physics with a roller is just fucking mind boggling because, how can you ride a bike, stationary and still stay upright? I mean, I know there's like, there's like inertia and stuff like that. That's like the reason why you stay upright. But like, just look, if you if you walked in and saw somebody riding a bike, like how that guy fucking standing up, like. <laughs> And not moving anywhere. But I mean, overall, so far, like, I mean, the demo, like, I have a 30 day demo, and it's, I mean, it was fun today. Like, I was able to, I got two miles in and a whole 15 and 50 minutes. <clears throat> but what's cool is that you can, like, ride with friends, you can chat with people. Um, it's basically a virtual chat room of people who, who either ride or run. I think you can also run in it, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's it was actually a pretty cool experience. Like the the scenery was really cool. So as your character's riding, like you know, there's like different things around. Um, so I think one of the things that's interesting is that the reason why I see like a difference between like what I think I'm paddling versus their virtual world is that the virtual world kind of compensates. So even though I want to, I'm riding on a flat surface. If I'm going uphill, it kind of compensate for my speed so even though i could be going like 11 miles an hour since i'm going uphill it's more like i'm going like five, like I'm, it's taking my energy that i'm putting into moving and converting that into like a slower speed that i would be doing if i was going uphill but yeah. if i'm going downhill it's a different story yeah <laughs> i think it's 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 a problem with the the roller style of trainer that you're using and they don't have a power meter so they, they can't accurately calculate what you're doing so when you're on like a roller like that you can't, well, unless you, like, drop gears, right? Even if you drop gears to, like, something that's lower so it's way harder to pedal. Yeah. Like, it's hard to, like, simulate that because you don't have an accurate power meter to tell you how much actual effort you're putting in. So right. if, you, if you invest in a power meter, I think that uh, you would have a better time. So, like, I, I know it's an investment, so. Yeah, so there's a company called Wahoo, and yeah. they make, yeah. like, they make a, a setup that's like I don't know. You can spend basically four thousand dollars, and you can take so basically what you tire off and fucking put the chain. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's no, no. It's not even that. 
you you take the back tire off, but there's also one for the front tire. Yeah. And oh, it, it basically like will like elevate the front tire, so like if you're going up a hill, so you get that whole fucking sensation. It's like, oh, it's, it's, that's just fucking creepy. But uh, outside of that, uh, <laughs> uh, just you know, little Sebi, he's he's slowly getting bigger. He'd be eight months this this month, and it's like it's crazy. Like his he's got he's got a personality, which is really interesting. And like the fact that like he can like under like he understands his name, like the food that he eats, like you know if he doesn't like something if he if he's eating something that he doesn't like he will like like <laughs> just toss a fucking spoon like like okay kid I, I guess you don't like this let's continue eating the other food that you do like but I don't know it's just it's just it's just a lot of fun watching this little kid grow up yeah and it's I'm loving every fucking second of it. I'm glad and to with see that, you being a, a dad man, dude. It's I don't know. It's great, and we. It's one funny thing is that we, he's kind of like outgrowing clothes, and we'll buy new clothes like the next size up, and it's like there's no way this is gonna fit him. Like this is, this is for like a a goddamn toddler, and we come home, put it on him, and it fits perfectly. (laughs) It's like oh (laughs) shit. Awesome. But yeah, okay. With that being said, Oninja, take us out of here. Oh, real quick, IGN is reporting that Alvin and Chipmunks rights are on sale for three hundred million. Yeah, so if you got, got some cheddar, pick them up. But we all know yeah. they're going to end up... They're, Disney's probably going to fucking buy them. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they probably will. For uh, a million, probably real cheap. Maybe the negotiate. All right. You just experienced Black and the Black Times Infinity. Infinity. The dankest podcast in the multiverse. Check us out. He didn't broke up there, man. Yeah, because something just popped up. It's some porn. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it's about my exam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> check us out with uh, Be the BTI anywhere and everywhere online. That's B T H A N B T I. You can email us at be the BTI at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord. You can let us know you want to join by email us and shout, give us a shout out. Check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash be the BTI. Peace. Peace.